Like always, never fails. <laughs> never fails, bro. Never, never fails. There's always, there's always something at the start of the show. That's what is sorry. good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the After School Club. We got a couple of hot themas to talk about, but we're also in this episode going to be including some comic books. Like we had told you a long time ago, we wanted to include that into the geek culture. We always, you know, we read them, but we never had a chance to actually talk about some titles. So today, we brought a pro. We got Mr. Edwin from Edwin Comics with us. Everybody give Edwin a round of applause. Woo! All right. So, everybody, mi gente, how's everybody's week? What did you guys do? Migs, I like the background. Migs, um, this week, everybody know, we had picked Something is Killing the Children. And he went to his local comic store and picked up some really, really nice pieces. I can't hear you, Migs. My bad. My mic was <laughs> muted as well. No, the, the fantastic thing, the fantastic thing is I was talking shit about you. I'm so and I, 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 I did a whole thing of like, you muted your mic again, bro? Like, really? Yeah, That's I'm, gonna... so, I'm so happy that <laughs> happened. You gonna talk this shit. Anyway, like I said, damn, we're going to jump right into the issues, bro. You're not going to buy me a drink. We're not going to soften the blow a little no, bit. No, no, I, just... want, I want, I want. No. You, don't got them, you don't got them near you? Yeah, I got them right here, yo. Bro, I, when you had showed me that at that point, when you showed everybody the pictures, I didn't know who the characters were. So it wasn't until now that I was like, yo, the fucking gold? I mean, you can show people the, the cover so they can see. So I had already read a, 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 a good amount of the issues of Something is Killing the Children. But I had them in paperback. I didn't have the single issues. I had the volumes in paperback or whatever. But I hate, like, I don't mean to be a snob, but I can't stand paperback comics sometimes. Just because they get bent and they get all effed up. And when you put them on the shelf, they tend to get all floppy and all <laughs> deformed and shit. So when I um I was actually in the Orlando area, I was spending some time with my son, and I think Selly's been to this. Selly, didn't you go to the comic book store, the Collective? Yes. So I dropped by the Collective. Yes. I dropped by real quick, and they had uh they actually had a sale going on, so I picked up this bad boy. Ooh. Okay, which, yeah, there we go. Which is basically the hardcover of something that's gonna. I'm not sure if you can pick it up on camera. It's pretty good. Um, I don't know if you could tell, but the hardcover has like this weird texture to it, like this, like this sí. weird engraving on it. Um, and this is basically, I think, like issue one through ten. I could be wrong, or maybe a couple more, but I had to pick it up because I love hardcovers, so I had to throw it on the shelf. But then the last four issues, um, I had never seen these variant covers, and I was like, yo, I have to buy this shit. They are ridiculously good looking. Like, they're like sexy as hell. So you could tell this is Jenny, the cover or whatever. And then. Jenny Fryson. Yep. Ugh, I'm going to set it up. And then each cover is literally like that. So, like, yeah. each cover, this is issue. This is 23. 
This is issue. We all know if you've been reading the comic book, you know who this is. Issue 24. Cada, cada variante de esa viene diferente. Por ejemplo, esa que tú tienes ahí en la mano viene uh -huh. una así sin la máscara, una con la máscara, una con la máscara sangrando y una sin la máscara sangrando. Bro, they are sick. When I saw them, I was like, oh, I, y I todas gotta have them. Fryson. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I got the other ones, which is basically this one and nice. this one. Oh. Oh, we get, we're, de we're definitely gonna, we're definitely gonna get into that soon. Jordan, my man, what you got? What you have you done anything this week, bro? I seen that you've been. Uh, are you editing? Correct me if I'm wrong. You're editing some cowboy shit. I saw that. So I was editing westernish. I can't hear him. I can't hear you. Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> Stay with us, please. <laughs> I can't hear you still, bro. <laughs> I, I, I read the lips of the damn but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll get back to him in a little bit. <laughs> Going to you, Liquid. Did you do anything this week? <laughs> ¿Qué yo no he hecho? Mira, yo he streameado. Yo estoy sacando fotos ahora mismo, por eso es que no me ven la cara. Eh, porque el jueves, pues, tengo, el jueves, mira, mi tía estaba mezclando la fecha. El viernes tengo restock de dados en el website, so chequense esa pendeja. Um, pero he visto Umbrella Academy, por fin lo terminé. Eh, he leído los cómics, este, he leído un par de cosas. Um, obviamente he repasado todas las teorías de Stranger Things. Uh, ¿Qué más? Vi, te odio, Lex, maldita sea. I saw the, the bear. I saw the bear de oh, una sentada. God, What the hell is that? The bear is the show that I was telling you with the guy. Oh, who's the cooking show. The cooking show. The cooking show that I mentally passed to you from right here. Bro, bro yes. connected it to my brain. Yes. I binged that shit. I'm telling you, yo, that show is so fucking good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh my God. Yo, es que yo siempre apego con ella. Yo, yo cada vez que le pongo a ver algo, yo tengo que hacer que le guste sí o sí. Porque si no fallo, me divorcia. ¿Qué pasa? Yo le dije, pues mira, vamos a ver no esto. Es about cooking. I don't know. Es bien caótico. Fuck it. Let's just watch it. En una yo le dije, ¿te gustó? ¿No te gustó? Y ella dijo, acaba y ponga el segundo episodio. <laughs> Y yo como que, okay, you like it, okay. La acabo de pegar otra vez, so that was cool. Pero she enjoyed it, este, ella dijo, pues, es que es verdad, las cocinas son así. O, son bien, o son bien horribles, o son bien huele bicho. Es, like tienen that, como yeah. que dos settings. Pero nada, este, he hecho eso y chilling. I remember when I used to work in a restaurant. Yo, Miguel, everybody, really, everybody that's watching this, like, it's only eight episodes. The episodes are really not that long. But it's so fucking entertaining. Have you ever worked in an actual restaurant? Bro, it is like I had nightmares of shit that happens in that fucking show. Bro, I worked sí, in, I worked in KFC. Este. Does that count? No, bro, hell, hell yeah. I remember that. <laughs> 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 I fucking rush. I still got, I know I got some Burger King fucking scars around here too. Anybody that ever worked fast food or anything, bro, those, those fast food scars, those lunches, crazy. Santa Cana, can we hear you yet? He's not hearing us. He's not hearing us. This guy, bro. Can you hear us? Are you here? Hola. 
I can hear you. Can you hear me? So, so, yo estaba editando un video con, con Danny Trejo, he had like a cowboy hat on, so that's why he thought I was doing cowboy shit. Pero I've been doing a lot of pre-production porque vamos a grabar en como 10 días. Probably less than that, honestly. Um, so I've been very busy doing that and just watching Star Wars in the background to keep my mind free because, you know, it's a lot of a lot of work making a movie and it's also a... a a lot of things can go wrong, can go right. So Star Wars, at the end of the day, has been a very good way to decompress. You've been tuning the force? Exacto, exacto. All right. Tú, Edwin, man, how's been your week, bro? Have you seen anything, read anything? Sí. Pues mira, ayer fui al screening especial de Thor, Love and Thunder. Leyendo cómics, eh, preparándome para lo que es el, el programa que era hoy, pero lo movimos mm -hmm. para mañana para estar aquí con ustedes. Estoy al día con The Voice, Stranger Things, con Miss Marvel, pues me he perdido el episodio de hoy, pero ustedes me van a poner al día. Eh, ¿Qué más he visto? Ah, estoy disfrutándome la serie, el anime de Netflix, eh, Bastard. No lo quiero ver a, de una sentada porque uh -huh. me lo quiero disfrutar. Estoy dejando cada episodio por un día. Voy por el episodio número dos, creo yo. Si no me equivoco, voy para el tres ahora. So que estamos en esa y nada. Aquí con ustedes. Feliz de estar aquí. Let's get into the nitty gritty, my gente. Let's get into these comics. Let's start talking. So we decided that we were going to read three comics. We're going to read something that's killing the children. Then we're going to read the, the spinoff of Slaughter, and then we're going to read Spider-Punk. Now, I want to start off with Spider-Punk since it was the one that had the least issues. I only read two issues. There's only two issues out, correct? Yes. Sí, dos solamente. Sí, dos. Sí, no sé qué pasó okay. en junio, pero pues. Yeah. Yeah. Only two have been released. I read the comics. <laughs> I thought it, it was it was funny to me because I've never read any. I know the character Spider-Punk has been out for a while, but I really didn't know anything about him. So when he took when he took the mask off, I'm gonna be shit. I was surprised he was black. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> That's the first thing I get the fuck out of here. What? I, I I don't know what it is. Hura hura. I thought he was like British or some shit like that. That's why I, <laughs> I was super surprised I mean, by that. That makes um, sense. I mean, is he punk from Britain? That's what I thought. So I guess, I guess. It was like some Sex Pistols type shit. He got the so fuck ver, No quiero darte una clase de historia en estos momentos. The story was fire. I like, I like how you have all these characters that you're kind of used to already. You know who they are, but reinvented for new generation. They were over here talking about gentrification and shit. These callings yeah. of Craven and Taskmaster. I really liked it. What did you guys think about it? Let's start off con Edwin. Pues mira, a pesar de que solamente ha sido dos ejemplares, me gusta el tipo de arte que se está llevando en este cómic. Este, la historia como tal, eh, me está gustando, quiero ver, porque lo han mencionado bastante, pero no lo han mostrado, eh, ese suceso en el que Spider-Punk, este, Kobe Brown, le rompe una guitarra a Norman Osborn. Quiero ver eso, porque lo han mencionado tanto. Eh, me gusta que como que han creado su Spider-Man, por decirlo así, con diferentes personajes este, que actualmente eh, van a estar apareciendo lo que es las facetas nuevas del MCU. So, a mí me ha gustado bastante. No es un cómic aburrido tampoco. 
y, sí, ¿no? o, o difícil de entender de que te están de, eh, desarrollando tanto el personaje que te aburres de leer, sino que tiene su acción, tiene su comedia, eh, es Spider-Punk, o sea, es un chamaquito, uh -huh. eh, de verdad que el cómic estaba, a mí, a mí me sorprendió, yo no, lo, yo no estaba leyendo hasta que me dijeron, mira, vamos a hablar del cómic y lo leí y, este, de verdad me, eh, me sorprendió pero como dice Lex eh, es un personaje que eh, no es tan nuevo que digamos él salió en el, en, en el evento Spider-Verse por primera vez en eh, The Spider-Man creo yo eh, número 11 o algo así luego entonces tuvo su one shot dentro de lo que es Spider-Geddon uh -huh. y ahora pues el personaje ha pegado tanto que le sacaron una una serie ongoing así que All vamos right. a ver hasta dónde dura How are you, Sally? Eh, obviamente me, me va a encantar todo lo que tiene que ver Spider-Man you, you guys know that I fucking love it I was like, I was like that's a calm voice for Spider-Man yeah. from you <laughs> I was like, muy educada para pa sí. como yo, nosotros te conocemos está bien cabrón exacto, muy bien, <laughs> carajo that's what we wanted to hear, thank you pues los que no conocen a Hobart o Hobie Brown pues sí, he's also a black Spider-Man y mm -hmm. sí, obviamente pues él es Spider-Punk él lucha por derechos civiles, él pues, he hates Nazis, hace referencia a eso, eh, obviamente le está cayendo encima a Kevin the Hunter, por si acaso también Kevin the Hunter, él es un drummer, by the way, Kevin the Hunter es un drummer, sí. y en el cómic hace una referencia de cómo they're gonna use skin as a drum bass, uh, y, y fue como que tantas cosas, tanta, tantos detalles, así como que de la manera que ellos hablaban, para mí era tan amazing porque era súper fluido ese cómic fue ha sido ha sido uno de los más fluidos que yo he leído desde hace mucho tiempo como que es igual como something is killing the children en el sentido de que tú lees los cómics y tú te estás imaginando la conversación al momento que pasa o sea, en el, como si estuvieses hablando con ellos eh, es bien fluido es bien es bien action packed o sea, acá en el entre el issue 1 y 2 pelean dos o tres veces, uh -huh. casi no han hablado, en lo más que ha sido son paneles y paneles de pelea contra Craven and his guys, eh, obviamente pues sale Ironheart, sale Hulk, sale Captain America y... Y Kamala también sale. Ah, sí, Kamala, verdad, 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 thank you. Kamala también sale, lo cual está bien nítido que ellos... Y Riri, Sí, sí, sí. Pues por eso como que es bien cómico de que ellos como que todos son chamaquitos, se juntan y hacen una banda, porque eso es lo que uno siempre quiso hacer cuando era chamaquito, meterse en una banda. Y, pero en este caso es para pues, ver qué, qué es lo que está pasando, porque estos weapons están en, en, en esa área, porque uh -huh. están usando este, uh, centers, like uh, recreational centers, was it? Yo sé que estaban usando unos centros que son como que para uh, community centers. Eh, community centers para store weapons mm. y hay una tecnología que ni siquiera Riri puede descifrar so, está bien interesante yeah. eh, que, eh, que, que en todos los paneles siempre hay algo sí en los, y entonces que no se te olvide también sale Spider-Man también ah sí, el Spider-Man sí, sí, Spider yo me volví loca y dije wow <risa> o sea, lo, es que lo pensaron en todo a mí me gustó porque lo pensaron en todo sí lo, 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 una de lo, de lo brutal del cómic es como tal, es que como terminó el, 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 el segundo ejemplar, pues van a, hacia Washington, so, eso significa que ellos sí. van a tener diferentes paradas, nos van a introducir diferentes personajes de este universo este, 318 y lo más curioso es como mencioné, 
eh, lo de Osborne. Osborne es como que el presidente de los Estados Unidos. Pero, eh, ah, uno del <risa> Y es como que Venomice también. O sea, sí. eh, y quiero ver ese suceso. No voy a estar tranquilo hasta que yo vea el suceso en que Hobby Brown le rompe la guitarra en la cabeza a él. Hasta ahí bueno, no voy a estar tranquilo. No eres el único, no eres el único, porque realmente como que de la manera que Cody Ziegler lo escribió y, y el arte está hecho, no sé, como que eh, despertó algo en mí, como que, ok, quiero que siga, quiero que siga, quiero que nos den más de Spider-Man, porque yo creo que es un personaje bastante importante, como que, ok, está Miles, pero también tenemos este Spider-Man que él, o sea, él parece como si no tuviese casa, el, el universo del teatro jodido, todo es súper grungy, todo es, obviamente es punk, y no sé, para mí es bastante interesante porque es un poquito más raw, como que más... Sí. Es bien diferente. <ríe> y con todo eso, él mantiene tan buena actitud que te hace enamorarte del personaje. You're muted, Lex. Again. Este cabrón. Again, again. So many types of issues. I think that's just something like universally through all the Spider-Man. They just have that young, fresh feeling. They're a juvenile. And it, it feels a lot like how people were talking about Kamala Khan and shit. When I was reading Spider-Punk, it really did feel like fresh. Like you could feel he was a teenager. The way the artwork, everything feels like really, really fresh. Especially the, the, the contrast of I was all day reading Something is Killing the Children. How the artwork... Mm -hmm looks there compared to it was just black lines and colors and here blue turquoise yellow like i thought that was really dope about it how about you mix um i dug it or whatever like i can only describe like the the color palette as like disgruntled like that's what that's what it feels like it feels like like the it doesn't and nothing looks too pristine and nothing looks too like ugly at the same time it's very mm -hmm. like you know i don't want to use the word edgy yeah. that's all that'd be overusing it but it looks very cool um I love the entrance of Kamala Khan in the comic yes. near the end. That was very bah! fucking cool. I was trying to read the ring. I was trying yeah. to read the ring and I couldn't make out what it said. I, at one point, I thought it said something like Biggie. I was like, what? And Biggin. It's like, and Biggin. I couldn't see. I was no, like trying I think to read so. It. Um, but the story's pretty cool. Like, I have a gut feeling that maybe, like, uh, or maybe that's too low hanging fruit, but maybe Osborne is going to play, like, the record label president or something like that sí, sí, like, sí, porque eso lo mencionan. <laughs> he might he might be playing like one of those corporate roles or whatever and then the whole thing at the end where like yeah they're getting in a van and they're gonna go to washington so technically it's gonna be like a like a tour yeah you know mm -hmm. what i mean that that was pretty cool i thought, was I thought really it was cool. pretty cool um shout out to uh what's his name taskmaster looking like um sí, he's from the misfits the misfits. Sí, yeah, the misfits. Sí, sí. Oh my god, yeah, sí. I forgot about that. Yeah. Sí. Um Jerry only. Jerry only. Yep. That's the guy he looks like or whatever. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I'm curious to see like what the huge story arc is gonna be. You know what I mean? Because they mentioned that like you said, they mentioned Osborne and the fact that he smacked them with a freaking guitar at one point. Um they haven't really established like a bigger, bigger threat except the technology, which they're alluding to is like basically like again, it's stolen Oscorp tech. Exactly. And um, it was cool seeing like different interpretations of all these characters, whatever Captain Anarchy, um, you know, Riot Riri, Heart. Riot Heart. Riot Heart. Yeah, Riot Heart. it's cool. 
it's cool. It's cool. I'm digging it so far. I'm really looking forward to like the next issue. See where it yeah. goes. I, I like that little preview of Daredevil. See the preview that is the I was just a, yes. I was see, just about to say that. I thought that was um, fucking far. That was really dope too. Oh, el, el titulo "Band in DC" is actually a, sí. a, a song by uh, Bad Brains, one of my favorite punk punk bands. Si no saben quién es Bad Brains, por favor vayan al, al Spotify playlist de Spider Punk que Cody Ziegler hizo. Y... Oh, he made a Spotify list for the comic? Sí. Y está, nice. Y está hermoso. <laughs> How about you, Santacana? Start of the issue. Uh, it felt like a really nice 80s, 90s comic. Like when I read, for example, like when I read like a Chris Claremont comic, there's something, again, we don't want to use the word edgy because it sounds so ridiculous. But yeah. there is something about, uh, I, I know he's not an artist, he's a writer, but like within the artwork in those 90s comics that I grew up reading and still do, there's just something that's like, it's like hard edges, hard lines that put you, you the reader, in this very specific mood. And I really love that. And it's like, oh, no, this is grunge. Like, from yeah. any middle and end, this is grunge, but with 80s uh, neon, with a dog, for example, Craven's uh, band. The hunters, a lot of the the wide shots, their silhouettes are purple. And I was like, I fucking dig that. Give me, give me more of that. Uh, yeah. I really like where the story's going, and the dialogue is is actually like it's really fun. It's it's very comedic, but not like uh, over the top Joss Whedon comedic. Where it's like, calmate, yeah, this is it. It it flows very well. So I'm I'm digging the shit. Yeah, I don't know why. I was reading it and I was getting a feeling of like Ninja Turtles and shit. Like I was reading it. Yeah, it felt like 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 that, like those 80s, 90s cartoons and shit. It's also the dialogue. The dialogue too, sí. like it's very inviting. Este, ellos se hablan like literalmente como si fueran pana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Como un grupo de amistades que son amistades primero antes de superhéroes. So it's very sí. inviting. It's very, very, you know. It I know I just made fun of Joss Whedon, but now I'll say one good thing. It reminds me of how good of friends they are. It reminds me of the best scene of Avengers 2 by me, which is the party scene, where they're just being people. They're not fighting super beings. They're just being themselves. Yeah. So I love I, – I, I'm, like, reading this. It's like, oh, I, I can – I understand who each person is, and it's only been two issues. I think that that's really dope. And uh, is my introduction to Captain Anarchy. It's really dope that they have a native hero, mm -hmm. uh, especially a native hero fighting Nazis. It's fucking dope. How did they feel that? Like they turned Craven into a Nazi <laughs> or a Nazi sympathizer? I, like yeah. <laughs> at first, <laughs> so at first I was like, this doesn't make sense because the Great War was against the Nazis. So I don't know why a Russian would be a Nazi, but then yeah, like, no, like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Maybe in this universe, the Great War didn't exist. You know what I mean? Maybe in this universe, the Soviet Union is still a Soviet. I, who knows? Maybe, Maybe, Maybe the Soviet Union never existed. Maybe he's ostracized from Russia, so he switches over to the Germans, bro. That's true. I did love that they meant that they referenced Nazi punks fuck off, because that, for obvious reasons for the past six years, it's been on a lot of people's playlists. That so fun. that was that was very nice to see it there. I was like, ah, yeah. All right. So yeah. All right. So the other comic that we read, which I I have been hearing for a long time, something we've been telling the children. I remember when the very first issue came out. I read a little bit of the first issue, and then from there on, I just I haven't read anything until this week. For whatever reason it was, I never got around to reading the issue. And like, holy shit, 
I started reading like in the first couple of issues, I was already like enthralled into the whole secret society of what the fucking the actual House of Slaughter is. The Order of Saint the George. Order of George, right? I, I don't know why I thought George Saint Pierre when they said something like that. For <laughs> the Order of fucking George. Order and, um, and I was like, oh, like the the look so simplistic and like Migs pegged it. The fucking bandana, like. I was like, yo, as soon as I saw the bandana, I was like, I want that shit. Well, black, <laughs> I want that shit, yo. I started reading it. Yo empecé a leerlo, whatever. And um, I was like, hay una cierta ambigüedad de moralidad con los personajes or whatever. And like what, the, what, it, what it means to, you know, to be a monster hunter. And then the aesthetic of the masks and the characters of badass. I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is checking all of Nix's boxes. I was like, what? I think he needs. I think he needs to read this shit like right now. Oh. Like, <laughs> the shit was so fire. The, the way, the way this story goes from issue to issue, knowing that supposedly Netflix wants to see a show and they want to make a show. As I was reading it, I was thinking everything. Like if I was watching, like if it was the fucking show, hearing the dialogue, and I have a. There's a problem that I have a lot that when I start reading a comic book. A lot of times, I just start going from dialogue to dialogue to dialogue, and I don't sit down to just look at the art sometimes. So since I had, you know, time, and I was like, okay, this is only 27, I mean, 20, like 24 issues. I'm like, I'll start off early, and I'll have the time, and I found myself, like, speeding through it because, like, the story, the way the story was picking up, it, 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 like, er, like you said, it was checking all my boxes. I was interested in everything. I didn't, I didn't think that it was going to be as graphic as it was. Like, okay, there's going to be. You know, children getting murdered and shit. You thought the camera was gonna pan away? There's comics, right? There's comics that I like. Like one of my favorite comics is um is is Saga, and in Saga, you know, they have the the girl that she's a pink ghost and she has her intestines out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> fucking Christ, yo, this shit was graphic. I was like, fuck, <laughs> for these fucking kids getting, and not even, not even just the murders. Even when they show to the kids that are not getting murdered, they got their tears going down their eyes. Bro. I'm so fucking scared. I was like, Jesus Christ. One of the, the very f- few comics that I, while I'm reading it, I felt uh, like uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, bro. Uncomfortable. Shoot. I felt uncomfortable. Like I, this might yeah. be the first one because after that, I got into Berserk. <laughs> Pero this, like when I started reading this, I was like, oh shit, bro. Like, lo, que, lo, lo que sucede ahí es que Berserk, por, por ejemplo, Berserk, pues eh, estamos hablando de personas adultas, que estamos hablando de niños. Exacto, de niños, exacto. Y, a, y eso es lo que era como que la parte que pone incómoda. Y lo del ex, de cuanto al cómic, pues a veces uno no puede disfrutar el arte, porque específicamente son que si quieres decir, toda la historia se basa en los diálogos largos, eso tiene una sola razón, es James, James Tino de Ford, que su manera de escribir es así. Lo, a, a cualquier cómic, él lo lleva, lo llevó a Batman y no funcionó, lo ha llevado a otros cómics, en otros funciona, en ah. otros no. Aquí, por lo menos aquí funciona. Lo que sucede sí. es que pues, tú tienes que como que ya con James Tino de Ford, ya yo, ya yo tengo como que ya el truquito de cómo leer un cómic de él. Yo primero leo el cómic y o el panel como tal, los diálogos primero y después me disfruto el arte. Y Exacto. paso a la página, diálogo primero y después eh, el arte. Pues eso depende del escritor. Y, y es del él y el Snyder, es con Snyder también es así. Sí. Eh, pone mucho diálogo y uno pues si quiere estar pendiente de las dos cosas, no puede. Y es como que leer primero la historia y después ver el, el arte. No, no sé. eso, because like there was, there was parts in the comic, right, where I'm thinking, I've seen the author, James. 
I seen pictures and he looks so much like the character James from the comic. Like, did he just put himself in a fucking comic? Yeah, I think I think he did take a little bit of artistic liberty with himself there. So, David Edwin, what, what do you what do you think about the series? So far? superhero mainstream como Marvel y DC Comics. Eh, la serie está súper brutal, como mencionaste. Esta serie va para Netflix y lo digo aquí, no me voy a cansar de decirlo. Esta es la próxima Stranger Things. Lo único que va a tener en contra, lo único que va a tener en contra es que a diferencia de Stranger Things, ya esto viene con un search material que son los cómics y mucha gente, los fanáticos quieren exactamente cómo se ve en el cómic. Es lo único que va a tener en contra. Pero, pero. Bueno, and kids die. Sí. Pero yeah, esto, things is afraid of killing kids. Sí, pero esto tiene potencial a hacer eso. Uh -huh. Eso tiene demasiado potencial a hacer. Netflix, the only thing I could think about is I really one of my favorite comics is Lock and Key. And I'm not a huge fan of the show because I keep finding myself comparing. There's good things that happen in the show, but every mm -hmm. time I watch it, I just can't help to think That didn't happen in the fucking comic. And it doesn't happen with a lot of other things. For some reason, with this, because it's one of my favorites to happen. For me, I'm thinking, like, okay, how how graphic are they going to make the show? And the tone. Because the tone, this is not funny. This is not the Umbrella Academy. No, para mí, para mí, se tienen que ir full graphic. Yeah. Y sé, y sé que va a coger mucho backlash por el hecho de que, ah, mi nene estaba viendo esta serie y veo que el nene lo ocuparon por la mitad. Exacto. Y no. es, eh, porque ha pasado con anime, ha pasado con eh, películas animadas oh. de Netflix que dejan a los nenes viendo eso y cuando vienen a ver... El, el, el preview, el preview, el preview. El preview salió y había como pedazos de un niño ah. por todo el piso. La pero, de, de, pero de verdad, de verdad o sea, el cómic eh, está bien hecho, a pesar de, como les mencioné, lo de James Tinion que hace mucho diálogo por lo menos, a pesar de que tenga mucho diálogo, la mayoría es importante. No es este diálogo como que, este, que no te lleva a ningún lado. Uh -huh. O sea, si es uh -huh. un diálogo o desarrolla la historia o la va moviendo o desarrolla un personaje, pero nunca se queda ahí. Que eso por lo menos pues hay que dársela. Pero el cómic está súper brutal y ha tenido buenas ventas. Te estoy diciendo eh, el primer ejemplar. Fue todo un éxito. Eh, el, el último que va a salir, porque ellos van a tomarse un receso en el 25, ya tiene sobre 120 mil copias ya reservadas. Sí. So que esto, esto ha sido un palo brutal. Y me gusta la historia. Como se, la está calent, se está En el 23 y el 24, la, la historia uh, se está calentando se está bien, cabrón. Like, buenísimo, buenísimo, buenísimo. Shit buenísimo, is building buenísimo. up and you're like, oh shit, cuando buenísimo. se encuentren like... Y algo que también que me gusta de, de esta historia es que, es que primero, pam, nos muestran un arco. Pam, y el arco está súper brutal. Uh -huh. Y ahí nos van explicando a lo, a lo que se desarrolla el arco, nos van explicando cositas, co, poquitas cosas. Yeah. Luego que se termina el arco, que ya va para el, 20, para el comic 20 o 21, ah, ok, ah, ya que como ya te presentamos lo que, de qué es todo esto, ahora nos vamos a tomar el tiempo para hablarte sobre el personaje principal que es Erika. Y luego de eso, entonces, para hablarte un poquito más de lo que es uh -huh. eh, el San George Este, la casa uh -huh. esta y la sociedad secreta la y todo lo demás, que poco a poco me gustó también que hayan diferentes este, máscaras con diferentes propósitos. Este, al, algunos personajes me gustó, me gustó eh, los, el, plus, el plus twist que tiene. 
presentan a Aaron y Aaron se ve súper brutal porque también este, los colores de los ojos y todo yeah. lo demás y después de repente ¡pap! el personaje crazy y es como que ahí for me Aaron was like the Eddie of this show like I just met this character and I'm already loving the character when he talked his style like, everything about him I was like yo I can't imagine the live action of this fucking character it's gonna look so sick otras cosas que me gustó por lo menos tres cosas que, que me han gustado o dos que me han gustado muchísimo es la parte de los villanos o de los monstruos que están presentando aquí por ejemplo eh, los primeros monstruos que salen en el arco que son los lo oscuros que lo, son los uh, type. type que son sí. bien grandes y eso es el miedo de uno de ahí yeah. es que nace sí. ese monstruo del miedo de uno y eso como le da más, reali más realismo a la historia como tú dices, espérate un momento, pero como que el miedo de uno salen estos monstruos, entonces tienen lo de los totems, que cada uno tiene un totem y tiene un monstruo que ha pasado un vínculo personal con él que ahí tú piensas, ok, yo tengo una figura yo tengo, y ya vimos en, en el spin-off que no solamente es un peluche puede ser una pluma puede ser eh, una uh -huh. camisa puede ser cualquier otra cosa que sí. es otra cosa eh, súper brutal también, vemos también el próximo monstruo que es el que, es el que está eh, terminando en este nuevo arco, que el, es el, 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 doble, el, el doppelganger doppelganger, doppelganger, sí que tiene, que tiene una forma de humano, pero al mismo tiempo se esconde, sabe que de verdad que esta gente, la historia está buenísima. No sé el por qué. Yo creo que más bien se están deteniendo en el 25 porque ahora sí le van a meter mano a lo que es Netflix. Y luego entonces, una vez que ya tengan lo de Netflix ready, ellos van a continuar con la historia. Pero yo entiendo que esto es para algo. Something Skill the Children es para algo. I like I like the different phases like we were talking about. Once the story was done with the first town, I didn't expect them to go back in time and tell us the story, how it goes, and everything, how that flowed. And then that story leads you into, okay, we're going to have a spinoff. Wow, you can finish the story here. And then they go back with Erica. I like I like how they, they jump back in time. How about you, Lico? What else did you think about the series? Mira, yo empecé eh, a leer este cómic cuando Edwin me lo recomendó. Desde ese momento me ha encantado. Ellos se cogieron un receso bastante largo. Después se, se alargó más todavía por la pandemia y no sé qué. Pero, mano, me puse a leerlo de yo me había quedado, que fue como por el 15 por ahí. No me acuerdo muy bien, pero era como por el 15 por ahí. Y, mano, cuando yo lo empecé a leer de nuevo, yo dije, wow, lo extrañaba. Lo extrañaba y a mí se me había olvidado que Netflix iba a hacer algo con esto. Y yo digo que en el momento que lo hagan, tienen que irse full. Tienen que coger el source material y pegarlo, pegarlo en la serie. Porque es que no, si no, no va a funcionar. Si tú cambias cualquier otra cosa, vas a cambiar la química de este cómic tanto que vas a hacer algo más mierda que Walking Dead. Yeah. Yo diría que cuando esto hits streaming services o streaming service como tal, y la gente de verdad empiece a, a ver el merch, a, ver, a hacer más cosplay sobre esto, pues ya yo he visto pal. Cuando la gente empieza a verla conocer Something is Killing the Children, es como Edwin dice, este es el próximo Stranger Things. Y no, o sea, la historia es buenísima, es bien fluido también. Ellos te, cuando te van a contar algo, es como que siéntate para que aprendas. No es como que siéntate y te vas a aburrir. Es siéntate para que, para que aprendas, porque esto está bien fucking interesante. Y, y al, te lo han comido. Sí, y algo que llama también mucha atención es el look de ellos. 
el look de los personajes, el look de Erika, el look de Arrow, el look del Head Dragon, que es el líder de, de San George, eh, la, como dije, las diferentes máscaras, el personaje nuevo que va a estar detrás de Erika en, en este nuevo, en este nuevo yeah, evento. Sí. Este, o sea, que, oh, que, my God. What's her name, though? Cutter. 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 Que la máscara, la máscara la tiene diferente. La, es, es acá arriba. Y lo creepy sí. que ella actúa cuando va a cazar un monstruo. ¿Se fijaron en lo que ella hace a las víctimas? Sí. Yeah. And then you find out it's you know the supposed to be saving the children. The oh, the Jesus Christ, that's graphic. No, remember what the, what the dragon. Remember what the dragon says though. You're a monster. Yeah, you are a monster. Like,いやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやい
nada más y nada menos. Tiene que ser eso. Horror series. Right, right. Como dije, it has to be graphic. Like the monsters, like the monsters on the page look very dark. Just like if it's a shadow with light. But like the things that happen, it has to be graphic. If this show is not rated R, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So, so that's 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 my fear with the series. I'm not. So I love I love this series to death. Um, when I started reading it, I was like, "Esto se siente como like la última temporada de Buffy." Mano, donde, el pers- sí. donde el personaje era más oscuro y menos like haha high school villain, you yes. know what I mean? Yes. So 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 as I was reading, I was really getting interesting. It reminded me of Buffy. Pero when I started reading the panels and like the severe dismembering of children, I was like, yo, this shit is dark. I was like, what the hell? And and to me, como te puedo decir, el mero hecho de que yo siento que la historia está bien hecha es porque los dibujos de los monstruos o como ellos perciben los monstruos no son bien sí. detallados. No. Yeah, in the beginning, they're they're solely they look like scribbles almost in mm-hmm. the in the in the in the panels. But the story sets it up in a way that you're like shitting your fucking pants, bro. Because you know the damage they can do, like they just kill. No, Si para un adulto verlo, tiene que hacer como un summon y solamente los niños lo ven, porque si te fijas, los niños son los más vulnerables a cuanto a sentimiento uh-huh. y cuanto al miedo uh-huh. y todo lo demás. So, esta serie ha sido bien pensada, bien escrita. Yeah. Cada detalle de ella es para eso. Yeah. The, the, la parte este, donde yo a mí me da miedo que Netflix lo está recogiendo. Esto es una serie que yo sentí, like, maybe Amazon should have taken it. Definitivamente. Al tú cambiar nada más la edad de los niños, ya no es lo mismo. You know no, what I mean? If you, make it, if, you make it, if you make them teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, horned up teenagers, it becomes generic because we've seen that over and over again. Is I mean, it? okay, so disclaimer, like disclaimer for everybody who's watching, we don't have blood dust to see children getting slayed. Or we're, just saying, maybe. we're just saying that the source material hits harder because mm-hmm. it's children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a, a great sense of innocence just all the punch children and the fact that these monsters like they don't care they tear you apart it's it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 like that it's like that it factor and when i mean it i mean the actual movie it you know what i'm saying it's, it's different if those kids would all have been 18 year olds they would have not been nowhere near as much sympathy you know what i'm saying as when you saw like the little brother george stick his hand into the fucking yeah. tongue again it's not like you say shit it's hard to watch because of the age it's like i was telling you about that about that movie dr sleep there's a there's a scene in there that has to do with a small child and it's because it's a small child that's getting tortured in there that makes it like very uncomfortable to watch it's it's rough um, uh the también como ustedes like i love the the well let me go back even further i love every single character they introduce mm-hmm. like from you know basically explaining the house the different masks even like um Aaron's little uh like the, his bullies, uh, Tibble and 
Paris. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they they show you right from the back how how you know Aaron is this uh he looks like a badass character but also Niñe mostra que su his vulnerability and his thing sí. to love yeah. is his weakness in this you know in this grand pyramid. <laughs> um we obviously we all loved Aaron. Todo el mundo le encantó el personaje de Aaron y si lee el libro de the House of Slaughter más no el personaje sí. because they show you his struggle, you know, one thing he goes through in particular. I was a little bit confused with the time jump because I was like, okay, todo esto pasó. ¿Dónde exactamente? Like, I'm like, is this before or is this like when she doesn't see him anymore and then he hay, finds her? Hay, hay, hay tres. Está pasado, eh, pasado, presente y futuro. En el futuro ya habría pasado lo de... Lo, lo de... de lo de Something Skill the Children, el primer arco. Ya oh, Erika había, uh, había uh, no, antes, porque Aaron murió en ese, en ese acto. Exacto, en el, ese, es, es, muere en, el, en el libro número 10. Ah, pues, el... pues es antes, es antes y en el mismo timeline de Something Skill de Children. Antes yeah. de Something Skill de Children y en el mismo, mismo timeline. Um, I think they did an excellent job of also, I feel, que le dieron piggy bank a un personaje nuevo en esa historia. Y que uh -huh. eso no va a ser, yo, yo presiento que eso no es lo último que vamos a ver de ese personaje. Sí, de, 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 de Butcher. Exacto, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's the last we're going to see him. And it kind of, I kind of understood that he set up like his own rogue school, right? With those uh -huh. kids. Sí. So I don't think it's the last we're going to hear of, of that, that character in particular. Este... Uh, me encantó el, el personaje también del entrenador, la máscara azul. I forget his name right now. I'm bad with names. El que, el que hace, the the one that, um, el que hace ritual. Yes. The character design reminds me of the butcher guy from the Wanted movie. Yes. 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 Uh, guns don't jam on you, puto. <laughs> um, I like the trainer. Um, I loved uh, the dynamic between Jessica and Erica when they're when Erica's a little girl. I thought that was very cool, very heartwarming. Um when it bounces back to the future and the way that Erica basically like she's this badass. Y ella tiene todas las herramientas para ser senda matona, pero también usa su lógica para salirse de muchas situaciones y como que buscar allies. You know what I mean? She mm -hmm. kind of like she is she knows she can handle stuff to a certain extent by herself because she's the black she's a black mask. But she knows she's also smart enough to know that she needs allies. Mm -hmm. Whether they're sí. disposable or not, <laughs> she's going to need allies. Por eso es que en el cómic, si no me equivoco, es en el 21 que el líder, eh, ¿verdad? Este, Head of Dragon, habla con ella. Por oh. primera vez le dice, yo quería hablar contigo porque tú, a diferencia de todos ellos, tú tienes un potencial de ser más grande aún. Mm -hmm. Tú tienes lo que nosotros siempre hemos buscado de cada cazador como tal y por eso ella ahora actualmente ella no, no está eh, asociada con ellos uh -huh. y como quiera le siguen como que perdonando y perdonando uh -huh. diferentes situaciones y es como como, como él menciona eh, ella es tan, tan inteligente que sale de cualquier situación, ella sabe lo que tiene que hacer, si tiene que buscar aliados utilizar cualquier cosa, lo hace con el simplemente hecho de, ¿verdad? Del fin de lograr eh, terminar la misión que ella tiene. Exacto. Una pregunta que les hago. Um, cada vez que, que le dan una cajita de diálogo a Acto, ¿a usted no se le paran los pelos? Like, 
Mano, I love Octo. Every time they give Octo a, a speech bubble, I'm like, yo, this fucking monster's like the worst. Like, See. there's a line, there's a line <laughs> where she says like, um, where obviously she does the whole ritual. Yeah, yeah, she she binds with the monster and they put him in the doll. But uh, he goes, um, ella le explica al dragón por cómo fue que ella venció al monstruo. And the, the monster says, like, oh, it was only a slip of the moment. I'm going to sí. pick my teeth with her bones one day. Sí. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Sí. And Entonces the, le dice, that's it, the attitude. Yeah. 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 So every time they give Octo Thought Bubble, I'm like on edge. And then there's even um in the later episodes, somebody else finds her. I don't want to spoil it or whatever, but I'll, somebody else bumps into Octo and can hear Octo talk. See. So I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, like what the <laughs> hell is gonna happen? <laughs> it's a good yeah. I like I really I love the shit out of this comic. It's like a recommend for a lot of people. Como dijo Edwin, the high and mighty, like this is a awesome read. Like I recommend this. this is like five out of five so far. Um, pick it up, support your local comic book shop, or order it online, whatever you want to do. But you have to buy this one. It's good. Y como dijo Edwin, lo, lo single issues están skyrocketing. Sí. They're like yeah. they're really going up in price. Y todavía no hemos llegado a Netflix cuando suceda eso. That's gonna blow up. And, and, and again, it's like we say a lot of times. There's so many like phenomenal titles. Out that are not being published by DC or Marvel. Like Miguel is a super fan of Boom Studios. I'm really into Image. Like if you're just following Marvel and DC, you're losing out on so many dope content, so many dope comics. Por mencionar algunos, eh, por ejemplo, del mismo Boom Studio está What's the Future. Oh my God! What's in the future? I haven't started it. That's the next one. That's the next one we're gonna talk about, baby. Tremendo. Okay. Eso, ese cómic está super brutal. Eh, comenzó do a power bomb eh, oh, de, image, the... de Daniel Warren Johnson también oh, yeah. está super nice eh, hay uno que se llama eh, eight eh, comenzó recientemente hace como dos semanas eight eight billions genius okay. read that eh, okay. el, la premisa más o menos es que en el mundo aparece un sinnúmero de genios como dice el título ocho billones de genios cada persona tiene un genio y el genio te da un deseo Ahora tú te imaginas a todo el mundo pidiendo deseos al garete. Oh, shit. <risa> el cómic también está súper brutal también. Eh, otro que, está, que, que he estado leyendo independiente es uno que se llama... Ah, se me fue el nombre. Es The Image. Y es como que... San, eh, bueno, déjame ver si puedo conseguir ¿De qué se trata? ¿De qué se okay. trata más o menos? Se trata de que esta, esta joven... Eh, ella perdió al hermano y ella tiene conversación con el espíritu del hermano y hay demonios como que cazando y, quiere, y, y que ellos quieren como que abrir un portal y el hermano le, le está como que ayudando a ella okay. a que eso no suceda okay. y es casi igual de Something Scared the Children, así de creepy that's my type of shit oh, sí. <risa> yeah. voy a conseguir el nombre porque de verdad que está súper súper brutal también I mean, I, like there's 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 a thing at the end. I haven't read comic books in so long, and it it was it was it was fun. So you know, at the end of every issue, where you have the previews of different other comic books that come that are coming out that are being published soon, 
now like shit, it's been so long since I've read and sat down there and read comics. There's there's a comic, I don't know the name, but it was almost on the cover of all these issues. So this gonna children. I think it was something about a mother, a lady with red hair, and she's like the fondle the eye of like another woman. I think it's called Red Mother or some shit like that. Red Mother, yeah, yeah, Red, Red Mother. mother. That, that that looked fucking interesting. And it looks ah. like in the vein of the horror. Eh, the Grim que comenzó de Boom Studio ahora también buenísimo. Tienen que. Yo sé que Edwin is like a super fan of the Power Ranger comic books from Boom. I right? know. Sí. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, so, what are they like? Yo sé que there's there's. I, okay. I could be wrong, pero the they Green do shit the show. They do shit the show can never do. Okay. <laughs> hey, yes. Eh, <laughs> es, es como que te, uno pues, se amarra por la nostalgia porque pues ya uno creció viendo esto. Pero esto es una historia más hardcore de lo que uno ve en el show. En el show tú ves pues, uh -huh. que son los Power Rangers, salen villanos, le ganan, el villano se convierte grande, el robot, y ya aquí no hay desarrollo de personaje ni nada. Aquí en los cómics es a otro nivel, entonces hay, hay cosas que nunca sucedieron en, en, en la serie de televisión que uh -huh. le da más, más hype aún a la serie. Bueno, ahora mismo van por el, en el Legacy Number 98, ya casi llegan al 100. Y se han creado personajes como Ranger Slayer, que es una cazadora de Ranger Lord Dracon, que para mí ha sido uno de los villanos. Ese evento de Chargrid para mí fue el mejor evento de 2017, por encima de Dark Knight Metal, que era el boom en, en, ese, en ese momento. Este, o sea, no, no, no quiero darle spoiler de cosas que suceden, pero suceden muchas cosas, como por ejemplo, los re, todos los reyes se convierten en verde. Eh, Rita le tiene una trampa, no con patrulleros, con un ejército de Gordars. Oh, shit. <risa> That's cool. O sea, de que hay, eh, hay diferentes Rangers nuevos, como los Omega Rangers, que existieron por mucho tiempo. Están los Imperials, que son como unos semidioses que pueden construir vida de cualquier eh, materia y pueden destruir cualquier mundo. Hay diferentes cosas. De verdad que está muy, muy bueno. Y... Ahí está Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, que fue la primera serie, y está uh -huh. Go Go. Go Go es más bien eh, desarrollando el personaje sin el traje de los Rangers, me explico. Eh, ahí tú conoces la historia de Kimberly, que los padres se están divorciando, y Kimberly pues está conociendo entre un chamaco y Tommy, está Jason, que le bien sobre protector con, con, con su madre, que algo, algo bien importante que está pasando ahora eh, en el cómic tiene que ver con eso, está Billy que lo tienen aparte porque es el, como que dice el nerd de la familia eh, Zack pues brega obviamente con la discriminación por ser de color este, y, o sea que hay desarrollo de personajes ahí y eso pues uno le da como que más importancia a lo que es la, la serie pues llega un punto que ambas series se unen y ahí pues tú entiendes, inclusive en los cómics, eh, no es como en la, en la serie de televisión que tan pronto sale el Green Ranger, es como que el líder de la hora de los Power Rangers, no, en los cómics es Jason Jason siempre ha sido el líder y él es el líder por encima del Green Ranger. So que, eh, y pasan un montón de cosas que están súper, súper brutales. De verdad que si hay algo que les recomiendo así, Power Ranger, una vez que tú comienzas a leerlo, te va a enganchar y te va a gustar muchísimo. Y el arte yeah. está súper brutal también. And, uh, yo, yo he visto que they do a lot of collabs también. Que yo he visto lo de Ninja Turtles. Que they sí. Like switch the At outfits. Yo he visto algo de Street Fighter. Sí, actualmente eh, ellos hicieron uno con Justin League con DC Comics, hicieron uno con las Tortugas Ninja y actualmente hay uno con Godzilla. Well, so you know, they do like a lot of collabs. That's, that's gotta be cool because like the Green Rangers uh, Megazord is basically Godzilla. 
I gotta rouge my knees. Uh, <laughs> what did you think about something's getting the chills, man? I just want David Fincher to make 100 episodes at the show. Everything I'm, <laughs> I want to read, I'm like, is the most David Fincher fucking, like, the look of it. And I love what they do with glasses where there's certain frames where you can't even see their eyes and there's just like reflections. And there's times where you can see it depending on what the motion of the scene is. Um, Pero I've only read uh, three issues, but I'm digging it so far. I think you're gonna like it. I think so. I think so. I think so too. Like I'm definitely, I'm digging it because like the, the kind of comics that I read is is all over the place. Like I'll go from anything to like from like saga to east of west to something like fucking I don't know Miles Morales. Me entiende? Yeah. So I, I I like like a big swath of comics, and I've never really read horror comics. So this one is like it's like horror adjacent. You know what I mean? So it 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 definitely gives me that vibe. But Miguel earlier you had said that this one put you on edge, as it did for me. It reminded me the comic the Batman con Deacon Blackfire because see I'm of the cult, which is like the most uncomfortable I've ever felt reading a comic book in my life. I gotta read it. I've never heard uh, of that one. <laughs> they 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 beat Batman down emotionally within an inch of his life, and you you see Batman losing that one, and they have to climb himself up. It's fantastic. Uh, the artwork, I, I believe it's the guy that did Swamp Thing that did the artwork for uh, the Cult, if I'm not mistaken. Pero, pero yeah, and, and, and I'm digging it, and uh, like I said, I hope they can get a director that is as dark as like a David Fincher. Me entiende? Or maybe even el director de Dark, eh, eh, el show alemán, me entiende? Uh, uh, pero I'm, I, I'm excited yeah, to see. Yeah, like, so uh, I was thinking about the Stranger Things for a PG-13 show. It, it, Stranger Things has rated our gore, even though it's PG-13. You could never put that blood in a PG-13 movie. You'd, be, you, you'd get an R rating. Just like the boys, you put that in a movie, you're going to get an X. Without a doubt. Yeah. So I'm hoping that because television does not have an MPAA and because television's gore for some reason, they're allowed to go over the top. I'm hoping that that will translate with this comic, that Netflix won't be afraid to cut people in half. You know what I mean? I got a question for you guys, para todos. En una serie live action, como tú piensas que ellos van a mostrar los monstruos? Do you think they give it a more, like, I don't want to say human, but a more textured feel? Like, you can see details on the monsters? Or do you think they go the whole shadow scribbly route that they go in the comics? Like, something Maybe that's not, I think that you can't make out details. Because I think that's, to me, that's what gives a little bit more of a, of a like, a scariness to it. That you really can't make out what the fuck is going on in that, like, you know, the, you really can't make out what the hell is in the room with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you can like, a shape. When you give a shape live action, I'm wondering if they're going to go a detailed route or if they're going to keep it like, you know, shadowy figure route. I think you could honestly split the difference and to quote a movie that people shit on a lot uh, with Super 8, the way that they that J.J. Abrams films the monster in the first act, I think that that would translate very well 
for this comic book because he only does it in shadows and shapes. In fact, the movie, people like the first two acts of the movie. It's when you see the monster fully that people are like, I'm done. This didn't do it for me. <laughs> so I think I think we can split the difference. Where it's, you show certain details, uh, but you still keep it within the shadow realm, so to speak. Para mí, pueden hacer un híbrido, pero me voy más a, también a, a, a tu posición de que deberían de darle textura. Deberían okay. de darle textura y hacerlo un poco más creepy de lo que son en los cómics. Es la action, so ellos tienen que irse, elevarse un poco más okay. a, a la magnitud. The way that creature looks, the, the, way, the, the way that creature looks at the beginning, the first one. We can, uh -huh. We can't hear you, Santa Cana. You can't hear us? Okay, he's having technical difficulties. Go ahead. I say the, the the way yeah the way that it comes out right the way the way they presented it to the comics I automatically kind of started thinking of like when the first time you see uh with alien and aliens and shit that it's it's such a dark black but it is it's, it, it's not like their skin is not like skin you know what I mean it has like a rubber feel to it a latex feel to it sí. that's really flat but then you see like the lips you know the lips go up the gums and you see that like, the saliva like like if they're just salivating waiting to kill i think that way i would like i would like imagine how they look and the black to be like like you ever seen that movie um with i, I forget his name right now the guy that plays finn in star wars um mm -hmm. uh, John Boyega. John Boyega. remember that he did a movie years ago when he was kind of like a teenager i think it's called the block or attack the block yeah attack the block you remember how black the aliens look? Like it was just like like it didn't it didn't even look I, like a I never before. I never seen it and I didn't know the movie had aliens, so I just want to thank you for fucking that up. But bro, you like know within the first <laughs> bro, that's your problem. <laughs> you know within the first ten minutes. Oh really? Okay. Right. Oye, no, tomando lo que dice Alex, fácil. Tienen la mejor la mejor opción para tomarlo como referencia. The xenomorph of aliens. Yeah. Oh, Especially the first one. Ajá. Que la saliva, que tú los ves a ellos cuando esto, que siempre están. Entonces tú ves como que todo sudado, todo. O sea, eso es lo que. Especialmente Edwin. Y Edwin con la primera, si te fijas, especialmente con esa, por los shadows que hacen. Yeah, I gotta definitely like aliens. What I really enjoyed it like how we were all saying that the monsters come from like the nightmares or they're the, the, what these children imagine so i liked how different the monster was from this big kind of ant-like spider-like kind of creature to this girl that's in a hotel that's like afraid of pedophiles so the fucking monster is kind of like a man with no face and then where his pelvic action is it's like a monster's mouth that opens like it reminded me of uh it of the, yeah, the like, book yeah. Yeah. the way that it was graphic but how drastically different you see that these monsters really are created from the fears of these of these small children and so how drastic a fear of one child is compared to the other one see and, and they can breed that's the worst part they can fucking breed yeah they can give birth it was fucking bananas and like again how we explained the whole idea it reminds me again of it like when you get older you kind of lose something so you can't see them like i can't imagine how terrifying it was like all these characters in that parking lot they can't see the monster all of a sudden this little girl goes up and just fucking dismembered yo like no. the way, <laughs> I mean, 
it, it, it kind of reminded me of Stranger Things, like when the fucking, you know what I'm saying, when they go up and Vecna's about to fucking kill them, like nobody knows, like if you're there watching, you don't uh-huh. know what the fuck is happening. I read Y eso está brutal porque el cómic, cada vez que tú lo sigas leyendo, tú dices como que, what the hell is happening here? What the fuck? Entonces tú dices como que, ok, ya esto está, ya esto está saliendo de control, ¿qué carajo van a hacer para sorprenderme más? Oh, wait, hear more. Aquí hay más, como los anuncios. Aquí hay más, surprise. Llega esa escena que todo el mundo está en el parking lot de la cancha, y la arena ahí, I literally read that and I was like, I can't believe this shit. Like they're still, they're still gonna keep on piling the fucking body count. Like, no, después tú dices, ¿cómo carajo lo van a arreglar? Y tú, pero todo el mundo lo vio. How did they fix this? Not only that, not only that. In the ending or the or the arc of like the first story, I thought there was gonna be, you know, there is technically a happy ending, but not even that girl comes out scar free. She comes out fucked up. Bro, bro. She comes out fucked up. This motherfucker had to take the blame for killing all those children. That's what I'm and saying. I'm like, Tommy, I'm like, holy Tommy, shit. Tommy, yeah, like, like, yeah. even at the end, Tommy literally is going to go to jail. Everybody's going to think that he was just this fucking wild ass serial killer that was just dismembering fucking children all over the place. No. It's a good, it's a good read. It's a fucking fantastic read. Honestly. Honestly. Using this to move over to talk a little bit more about the spinoff, Slaughter, that's also. A comic that, like I said, I, I'm so happy that I started reading it at this point, at this juncture, that I didn't have to wait month to month to month to month to see what the fuck happened with Aaron. Like, boom, I read it. I was super surprised. I was like, yo, I was just starting to like the fucking character. He died. Boom. Now I have this spinoff, and I'm getting to learn a lot more about the character. I'm getting to learn more about why he was, you know what I'm saying, the way he was, a little standoffish at time, all these follow the rules, rules, and rules. But he had this internal battle where he was scared to be alone. Like, it, like I really his weakness. Enjoyed. His weakness is his empathy and his love. Yeah, and you, get like, see, you get to see the other house. You get to see a little bit about how it really was in the academy or in, in the school. How you know what I'm saying? We had skipped all of that for the most part to see how these kids kind of react or interact with each other. <clears throat> I thought it, I thought it was something really cool. It reminded me of like what I wanted to see with the John Wick universe that I wanted to see about the Continental and how the organization worked, where I feel like this is our way to, you know, open up those doors and get a look at how it runs within the organization. Sembrando semita everywhere. With each issue, they're sembrando semita for other things. Um, So I finished um, Aaron's arc, and there's one issue out right now out Mm -hmm. of House of Slaughter with another child. And sí. he's he's uh he's a uh, the, the Scarlet Arc. He's just yeah. exactly. He's um that's what they call him, right? Scarlet masks? No. Sí. Yeah, Scarlet uh, masks. Yeah. The red one. La, la roja, la roja. Sí. So the the Scarlet masks are the one in charge of like keeping records of everything. They're mm-hmm. the ones that that keep order. They're the ones that at one point I think they explained that like they keep the house tidy and they feed the other sí. members of the house. Sí, ellos son ellos son los sirvientes. Ellos son los que para que cualquier cazador se sienta cómodo. Exacto. Y el primer issue, pues, básicamente pasa con un campamento y lo envían a investigar. Se supone que le investiga nada más lo que está pasando. Sí. Porque todos los ataques de un o lo que ellos presenten con un monstruo tiene que ver con sacar de ojo, eh, lastimadura de un ojo. Like, everything sí. has to do with y, the eyes. 
y están más o menos como que este, las personas están diciendo que son ataques de oso, pero ellos tienen, saben que es algo yeah. más. Y eso, y eso yo pensé al principio, cuando yo estaba leyendo el spin-off de Something Skilled the Children, que es House uh -huh. of Slater, yo pensé que era como que de Aaron nada más. Pero luego entonces cuando brincamos a este nuevo arco, yo digo, ok, eso significa que ellos nos van a explicar en estos spin-offs diferentes historias de todas las máscaras que existen. Yeah. Eso está nice también. That's gonna be awesome. I can't sí. wait. That, when they get to the emerald ones, like... Uh yo, yo te compré el sentimiento que cuando él dijo dragones, él se refiere a que eso, esas máscaras están encargadas de mantener los líderes en como que en su lugar. ¿Entiendes? Como que si un líder se va rogue, pues ahí los emeralds son para los hunters, como que dice para los como, líderes. Como Cutter, que yes. era para los diferentes cazadores. Uh -huh. I have so, a feeling that that's what the emerald masks do. They keep the leaders in check. Sí. So it's very interesting or whatever what they're doing with this universe. Es sumamente interesante. Sí, puedo encontrar el cómic que le mencioné. A ver si se puede ver. Es este. Oh, shit. Nightmare. Sí, se llama este Nita Hawks Nightmare Block. Entonces, te voy a mostrar ahí este uno que otro panel like, para no darle tanto spoiler. Oh, yeah. Y, como <laughs> le dije, si te gustó Something Skilled de, este, Something de Children, más te va a gustar esto. I'm writing this shit down. <laughs> Oh, it's called one nightmare. Nightmare what? Eh, Nita Hawks. Eh, aquí. Eh, Nita Hawks. Nightmare block. Ah, oh, nightmare block. Comic. Okay. Sí, the image comic. Alright. Escrito por Ronnie Burns y arte de Jason Chung Alexander. De verdad que está muy bueno. Y si te gustó Something Skill de Children, te vas a familiarizar rápido con 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 esto. O sea, de que uno, uno ve esto aquí y uno rápido piensa, fuck the Cthulhu man aquí. Ah, no, carajo. Es como que... Pero sí. Nick, you're muted again, bro. I'm gonna break the mute mic, the mute button on your mic when next time I visit you. Okay. The kids, bro, the kids. Uh, how, about, how about you? I made them lightsabers today, so it's clack, 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 clack. How about you, Luca? What did you think? A mí siempre me ha interesado cuando hacen este development de cosas así porque tú ves cómo, cómo, te digo, cómo ellos lo preparan, con cuánto detalle yo le, y cuánto amor le ponen a, a la explicación de cada, de cada sección de, de House of Slaughter o este St. George. Uh -huh. a, a mí me encanta porque es eso mismo. Tú te puedes identificar con alguien. Tú puedes como que, ok, me gusta este arco, me gusta como que el vibe de este personaje, lo I'm gonna follow it, voy a hacer esto, voy a hacer lo otro. O sea, que tú te vas en un fandom eh, total. Eh, Aaron, pues, estaba súper chévere como, como personaje, no sé qué más añadir cuando pues, fueron como cinco issues con él y básicamente tuvimos, pudimos aprender quién él era, eh, la empatía, el amor que él sentía, pero últimamente, o sea, ultimately, he died. <ríe> Spoilers, pero he died y es como que me gusta que le dieran como que character development, aunque el, el personaje muera, pero como que te puedes eso mismo, like, um, identificar con algunas cosas que él dice, hace y el por qué. Y encima de eso puedes explicar su versión de cómo él está ahí en, en House of Slaughter, porque no todo el mundo es, es igual. 
esa historiecita no te pareció como que tú la habías escuchado en algún lado? The, oh, yo me estoy sometiendo a este grupo de personas simplemente ah. para llegar al jefe más grande, ah, para ah, aprovechar ah. mi oportunidad y matarlo. I was like, I was like, this came up before. I was like, this came up before. I feel like I've seen this story somewhere. Obligado, obligado. like, it's been done plenty times before, okay? Okay. Don't fucking try to say Star Wars stole this shit, all right? Don't calmarlo, don't I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought that idea was, um, like you said, really dope. I really, I'm really interested in the Jace character. And again, I feel like this was, I feel like this was plotted out so well in the timing of like them starting to make this show because you know that if that character takes off in the show as much as he's taken off in the comics, that's an easy spinoff for them to just go ahead and make the world even that much more bigger. He kind of reminded me of when I, I remember when I first started watching, um, when I, when the show, the hundred first came out, I saw the first season when it I'm came sorry. out and there was a character that was like this really cool fucking guy. I think he was like this engineer. He's working on the fuck spaceship in the moon. He comes down. He kind of looks like he's the love interest. He looks like the Jon Snow of the fucking show. And then, like ten episodes in, he get fucking he gets knifed and fucking killed. Like I got that that kind of feeling on the fucking comic. No, no te vayas, no, no, no te vayas así. El peor de todo es lo que pasó con Game of Thrones y el el y el, y el rey de de, ah, de House no, no, no. of Star. Ah. Es que cómo se llama este ah uh, el o uh, O'Brien. No, no, no. El ah, el, 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 el no, no, no. El, el rey de, de, de House ah, of the Stark. When he gets his head oh, Ned. 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 Sabe, todo el mundo pensando que la serie iba a ser la red de él y de repente... Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Bro, that shit was so outrageous. Santa Cana, did you get to read anything about that one? This Not the spin-off. And sorry, I, I just don't have my phone. I just a bunch of fires to put out to make the short. But I unfortunately didn't read the, the spin-off. I just thought yeah. I gotta read more of the original series before it gets very true, yeah. yeah. Very yeah, true, very true, yeah. I'll just be confused as shit. No, yeah, around, around that, the second arc of what happens in something with killing the children, it's gonna really connect with that spinoff a lot more. Wait. <laughs> uh, I got part two coming. <laughs> it was just the same girl coming twice to say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him, tell him, tell him. What? <laughs> wow, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> Fantastic. God. He, said, he, said, he, said it the, he said it to the most Caucasian out of all of you. Like, I don't like that white guy. That's how we raise him in here. I'm, yo, there's, there's something that I got to talk about that once we get to the RRR shit. <laughs> That that shit made me laugh. The subtitles watching that movie. And they were All like, right. Mr. But right. did you, did you like it? You liked it though, right? We're gonna, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. Okay. About okay. It. Gonna talk. <laughs> I haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. I'm liking it, but I haven't finished it. But did you get All the right. twist? Because I don't want to ruin the what, twist for you. The then twist. Don't speak about it. Don't speak about it. I mean, <laughs> I let's talk about that. When we get to R R R, we'll start talking. Let's not jump the gun. Got it. What are you guys topic. talking about now? R R R. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it a bit. We'll talk about it a bit. Exactly. We'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, talk about it. So the next topic is Miss Marvel. Plus, I could have swore like I was watching this episode, and I was since I had did I like I did so much shit today. I had so many errands I had to run today. I came back. I started reading the comics. I started watching RRR, 
And halfway down, I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't watch the episode today. And I'm watching the episode, and it was playing out like the finale. I was like, is this the last fucking episode? Yeah, yeah it felt like out? that. I kind of forgot. And I'm like, how many fucking Was it emotional for you? What? Was it emotional for you? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I was just emotional today, but I was watching it. I, I had the fucking no, ugly I lip. Cried. I was like. <gasps> I, didn't get, I, didn't get, I didn't get emotional with it. I It reminded me of something that happened to me a couple years ago. I and if you had a train? No. Well, I you were like, I'm kidding. Go ahead, go ahead. I went to this. No, he's got park. superpowers. Bro, oh. exactly. Because I'm a dick. I went to this water park, right? <laughs> I went to this water park with, uh, it's a small water park with just minimal, it's not like a big ass thing. It's like a couple of little pools and a fucking jungle gym or whatever inside. But I went with my daughters. And I remember we was all there and I'm watching one. And when they were younger, they looked more alike. And a fucking costumbre a veces of my uh, fucking auntie to dress them the same and shit. So we went to this water park and I saw one and I thought I had saw both of them at different times. And I kind of lost one for like a good minute and a half. So that moment when he's like screaming out for his daughter, yo, my stomach was in knots when I was remembering that shit happened. I didn't get to the point where like I was going to cry emotional. But that scene, whoo, yo, my stomach was hurting and everything watching that. Like I'm remembering how shit scared I was when I thought I had, you know, like one of them had ran away or some shit. And that's why I refuse to take my son and my two nephews out together. Bro. Like I literally, if I go visit Puerto Rico, when my son was living over there, I would take a day for my son or take a day for my t- Los tres juntos, I'd be like, bro, I need to like pop a Prozac. Like I would be nervous yeah, as hell. Like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> like, at the, um, but yeah, I thought the, I thought the, the episode was really dope. I like, again, I has, I has said it before. I was totally ignorant. To everything that's about the partition, I really didn't know anything about it. To take it even a step further, I really didn't know a lot about India or Pakistan. So, like, I didn't even know, to be honest with you, I didn't even know that they were at one point, you know, together, one country and shit. So, it was super interesting. Boom! <laughs> such an asshole. You're such an asshole. I swear to God. Such an asshole. Again, people tune in and you learn things, right? It's like, not just all there, bro. That's what we are. <laughs> this is that's, that's the whole school thing. We entertain you and we teach you something at the same time. After school club, baby, every Wednesday. Um, but yeah, like there's a lot of things that happened there that I was totally interested in. The whole little time travel type of thing where she's the one that you know, ends up saving her 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 grandmother. That got me a little emotional when she realizes that. I thought it was really cool, but I as as a whole, I really enjoyed it. And then the way it ends just reminded me of what Miguel said that what he thought that character was. And Which how are you talking about? Are you talking about the friend? No, Comron? the Comron. I, I, yeah, I, he's, I've, he's I've the watched. Villain. What do you mean? I'm I'm a, I'm a little. I remember I've watched. Triple R today and come on, come on story. So like you're gonna have to like and at the end racist getting powers. Oh. Yeah, his friend, her yeah. friend. That's what I told you. Her, her, the one that the love interest. Uh-huh, but something went interest. in him. So I'm, I was thinking yes. that that's gonna have somewhere a negative. That's so you that's to, about. Oh, yeah. I told Santa Gana that that's literally. I mean, there's other. I otra inspiraciones del comic. Pero esta historia se siente sumamente original. Yo no he leído. Edwin, tú que eres un poquito más versado, esa historia de, del origen con sus ancestros y toda esa cuestión, ¿eso está en alguna línea de, 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 de Miss Marvel? No. Yo nunca he visto eso. No. Por eso me eh, encanta el show. Sí, no. 
en los cómics en los cómics es más parecido a como el, como sucedió en el juego de The Avengers exactly the humans mm. the Terrigan ter Miss Mom ahora acá dice ella es inhuman yeah so so that's one of the you know one of the few things they took from the comic there's a there is a boy which she has romantic feelings for he turns out to be a douche but he has her same heritage and somewhat I mean, he doesn't have the same powers he just has inhuman powers mm -hmm. so i think wow we're jumping way ahead but i think they're setting him up to be the villain because now i think he's gonna hold her responsible for the death of the yeah. of, of his mom there's only whatever. one episode left right the next episode is the yeah. finale yeah the six episodes bro just okay disney plus need uh to take a nuclear bomb to the six episode series format? i think that it's it's, yeah, it's a terrible formula, format bro. It's a, yeah, but it, it hasn't worked. It literally has only worked once, and that's Mandalorian. It's the only time it's worked. So it's como que like, bueno, y WandaVision. So it's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lo que pasa es que each of these shows with WandaVision excluded because WandaVision was a very slow build in a wonder, and I would argue a masterful ending. But all these shows, it's a slow build, and then the last two episodes is like sprinting. To the finale, yeah. Obi Wan did that. I love the last two episodes, Obi Wan, but they felt uh, stylistically different than the first four episodes because they're trying to get to their to their ending point, which is fine. I get it. Just give them another fucking episode. Give them two more fucking episodes. Like Stranger Things has got nine episodes. Some of them are two fucking hours long. Now, if they're able to extend a TV show that was only supposed to be one series to that, I think Marvel can do the same. I think they're afraid of the Netflix, the stigma that Netflix had. Where people were like, this shit is 12 episodes and it drags mm. way too far. Well, do for, for some people, yeah. for some people, because I love the fucking Netflix series, but uh, for some people, they bitch, they yeah. complained about 12. And well, no, sencillo, I had one issue. No, go ahead, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sí, esto es sencillo. Disney, no importa cuál sea la franquicia, todo, todo, lo único que le importa a ellos es. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ellos jamás y nunca van a darnos una serie con todos los episodios. Jamás y nunca nos van a dar una serie de más de dos horas. Jamás y nunca van a hacer nada de eso porque ellos lo que quieren es que tú tengas esta serie, te amarres y que pagues la mensualidad. Tengas esta serie, te amarres y pagues la, pague la mensualidad. Si te fijas, ¿por qué razón hubo de tener la serie de Obi-Wan? Porque si te fijas, en cuando empezaron con The Mandalorian, ellos tiraron Mandalorian y después una de Marvel. Aquí ellos dijeron, espérate, la, a, hubieron varias bajas en este lapso de tiempo que no hubo una y la otra, pero ahora vamos a hacer esto, vamos a tirar una, ya cuando esté casi terminándose, tiramos la otra encima. Y si se fijan, eh, Miss Marvel, yo iba por el episodio número 2 cuando ya sí. Obi-Wan estaba terminando. Ah. Y es por eso mismo, para que tú sigas pagando el mes. Yeah. Y va a suceder así, van a seguir lanzando un montón yeah. de proyectos uno encima del otro, diferentes franquicias para que entonces tú te amarres. Si no tienes ningún proyecto, lo van a hacer con una película. Por eso es que viene para Disney Plus, Focus para Disney Plus, vienen muchas cosas. Bueno, después de Beth Midler ayer, vamos a ver lo que pasa con Hocus Pocus. Hold that thought. Hold that thought because I don't know what happened there, but hold on to that thought real quick. She's a turf. It's easy. She's a turf. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So, back to the series. Um... You're done, Nick? You got you got everything you have to say? Yeah. Okay. Edwin. Oh, you Edwin no lo he visto todavía, ¿verdad? No, no, no. Yo el, okay. el, 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 el no, no lo he visto, no lo he visto. Vamos a espolearlo hoy. 
Sí. Just mute us, and then we'll like, when you see it move from the Marvel to the boys, you can unmute us. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do for Stranger Things, porque yo estoy en episodio 5, and there's like, it's already so much of it has been spoiled. Oh, oh, man, bro. Oh, no, no, no. Part of it is my fault. No, no, no. Part of it is my fault. Porque yo hablé con, con Sally. Como que, oye, pues dime qué pasa. Porque I didn't think I would get into the show. And I just started the first episode of season four. I was like, God damn it. Why did I message Sally? I'm into the show. So yeah, I, I, made yeah. a, I made a grave mistake. Grave mistake. But you know what? Now I know to, to love Eddie and hug him as much as I can while I have him with me. So. We're not there yet. Liquid. Te puedes, feel... <laughs> te puedes montar en la teoría de que Eric puede ser el cause. He doesn't we'll know about that. that. He's not in that we're chat. Gonna, we're going to get to that. We're going to go <laughs> full not... fucking... I'm probably just going to watch Stranger Things and then just text me when you're done, when you're done talking about it. I'm going to sign on. For... <laughs> so, so, Liquid, go ahead. How did you feel about the episode? Uh, a mí me encantó en el sentido de que por fin explicaron o sea, ellos me están dando todo lo que yo quiero porque la abuela fue bien directa al grano, eh, me gustó por la exposición de la cultura de ella la exposición de, de, de la historia de Partition, cómo fue que pasó eh, me gusta el uso de pues, la vocecita así súper o sea, de 50s, bueno, 1940s que pues, está, te está explicando todo el documental eh, eh, enseñaron pues obviamente varias Gracias a Dios me enseñaron a tantos británicos, eso me gustó. Me gusta más que fuera como que la política local, con gente local, con gente que se estaba, yeah. que estaba este, fighting the, the British, you know? It's weird y, how that worked into us watching RRR too, that is similar to that time. I told Santa Gana, I'm like, yo, fuck the British. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's how I feel this week, like, yo, fuck you, British. <laughs> Fucking white accents, fucking Caucasian. Legend, man, legend. No, me da gracia, ¿verdad? Porque en cuestión de historia, tú nunca escuchas lo malo. O tú escuchas una versión de un sujeto, un suceso, and it sounds positive for one person and negative. But like, all you hear about Britain is like, you know, wonderful accents and tea and crumpets. You never hear this dark shit. Hey, no tiene que ver con la serie, pero sí con lo que estás diciendo en la universidad. Yo tomé historia de Puerto Rico y lo primero que dijo el profesor fue lo siguiente. Y perdonen, ¿verdad? Si hay niños o si les Quiero que se quiten, quiero que se quiten lo que les enseñó Missy Rodríguez, Missy Rivera. Los cabrones españoles vinieron aquí a robar, a violar niños, mujeres, a asesinar. Aquí no vinieron aquí a crear cosas ni ayudar a los a, a, a los indios, los tigres y todo el mundo como que. They just wanted to hang out, Edu. The Spaniards were bored. They, the, the Spaniards just wanted some friends. Okay, I don't know what your teacher's telling you. They want the chill at the beach. Let's go to Vieques. What's your thought, Liquid, about the about the Hermano, me encantó, me encantó toda la exposición que hicieron este. Obviamente, como, como todo en esta serie, porque pues es limitada y aunque el script para mí es súper fun, sí que se, sí, no sé, hay algunas cositas que sí como que es eh, un poquito cringy y whatnot, pero yo las dejo pasar porque hasta ahora ha sido bastante chévere eh, la interacción que ella tiene con los papás, eh, especialmente lo que Miguel nos ha dicho de que la relación con ella con la mamá y la mamá ahora no voy a decirlo porque Edwin no lo ha visto, no, pero no, 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 la mamá ya por fin lo sabe. Ah, qué bien. Ya no, ya, ya no la bajo del maná. 
No, pero la maíz guilla en este episodio, si yo la encontré súper funny. Yeah. Eh, de verdad, la encontré súper funny por unas cosas que dice, eso, eso sí que no lo voy a decir, pero eh, no sé, cada vez que lo veo, mi esposa me mira mal porque me dijo, ¿en serio? ¿Se acabó? Ah, yeah. <risa> y bueno, de la, I, I'm enjoying it. Es como que el palate cleanser de la semana. Eh, ese show que yo necesito para realmente tirarme tirarme del sofá y enjoy something, just turn everything off. A mí no me importa nada en el mundo cuando yo estoy viendo este show y lo estoy disfrutando un montón. Yeah, right. Obviamente, todos sabemos que Kevin Feige es el tipo un brain super brutal y por algún propósito tiró Miss Marvel antes de, o sea, después de Moon Knight. Pero para mí, en mi opinión, es algo que le está afectando a esta serie y me voy a explicarles por qué. Yo hubiese tirado mejor Miss Marvel antes de Moon Knight por el simplemente hecho de que tenemos Spider-Man No Way Home, que es un personaje Peter Parker, el joven. Después va la de Hawkeye, que introducen a, a Kate. Okay. Pues mira, vamos a introducir a Miss Marvel para que siga con ese flow de jóvenes. Ajá, Entonces ajá. ya viene Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder, tiene que ver con God the Butcher, tiene que ver con los dioses, pues Moon Knight. Y ahí presentamos a los dioses egipcios. Porque lo que, lo que está sucediendo es que Moon Knight trepó la barra bien arriba. Trepó la barra bien arriba. Y cuando traía a Miss Marvel, que es totalmente diferente, la gente al principio estaba. La serie para mí, porque parece una serie de Disney Channel. Todavía hay gente hablando mierda de así. ¿Entiendes? Y eso y no le hace justicia porque la serie es buena. La serie es buena. De que, ah, sí, tiene detallitos así, tiene cosas que uno da como que ese cringe, como que, ay, sí. por favor. Y uno mira para el lado así de la pantalla. Como que no. <risa> Pero es buena. Lo que pasa es que no le hace justicia por, por eso. Para mí hubiese funcionado más, que lo hubiesen tirado, porque como no tiene ninguna conexión con nada, simplemente te están introduciendo un personaje nuevo. Pues mira, tirala después de Hawkeye y entonces pues aquí en Moon Knight la tiras con, con mm. Thornton y ahí pues tienes como una inclusive yo creo que el este Kunuchu, creo que se llama el, 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 de, el dios egipcio de, de Moon Knight iba a salir en, en Thor Love and Thunder y lo cortaron que entiendo yo, bueno, es que no han visto la película, pero va a haber una escena específica que yo entiendo que ahí es que de, ahí es donde iba a salir él. Okay. Ah, ok, está bien. Ya, por si acaso no nos molestan tanto los spoilers ni nada de eso. No, eh, no. Pero... Este, pero bueno, es, es eso mismo como que para mí Moon Knight no fue lo mejor y sí, se sintió bien awkward ver Moon Knight después esto y es como que yeah, they should have kept it with the rest. They should have kept it for the rest y Moon Knight tirarlo en el verano eh, porque realmente ella sí tiene algo que ver con el MCU porque ya está pendiente de lo que ha pasado en el MCU mientras uh -huh. que Moon Knight te lo tira al otro polo opuesto de que a él no le importa un carajo de lo que está pasando aquí eh, que, que él no hay nada del MCU pasando, aunque haya tampoco pero ella sí está pendiente ella está pendiente de qué pasa con Captain Marvel ella está pendiente de qué pasa con los Avengers ella está pendiente, aunque está en New York, sí, ella está pendiente no es como que estoy en London, estoy que, en Europa. Como que, como que, aunque está en New Jersey, what's that supposed to mean? That's supposed to mean that Jersey ain't shit. That's why that's you love this here, right? That's why you fucking love this here. She's from New Jersey, she ain't from New York. Shut up. She was like, even though it has a couple of things bad going for it, like it's from in Jersey, but it's still. One thing que no me gusta del show is that Jersey genuinely smells like trash. I'm so Surprised they haven't. 
Anyways, no, pero yo lo digo porque ella no puede ir a los monumentos, ella no puede ver a ningún otro superhéroe. Ella no tiene conexión con nadie. Ella solo simplemente... Jersey is in Bumblefuck. It is far from all the other heroes. Nobody's doing shit over there. That's why we make the best heroes, son. We from the struggle, son. Bruce Springsteen and Miss Marvel. Who the hell wants pretty ass places to go visit? No, we in the slums, son. She's from the struggle. She's from the bottom. Ain't no pretty castle for her in the beginning. Recuerda la escena de Capitán América Civil War cuando está Capitán América peleando con Spider-Man. Le dice, ah, ¿de dónde tú eres? Esa escena viene también con Miss Marvel. Ooh, la misma escena. Where you from? Ajá. Bitch. Brick City stand up. All right. You got me high for that shit. Now. I didn't know that was coming down the pipeline. Bro, imagine Miguel's house when he sees that fucking scene. No, I'm gonna like, give you. I'm gonna give you the Tiger Woods. The the. Jersey. Mm. <laughs> 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 the like of Hala. Para que ella ella podrá estar pendiente, pero ella no está en el centro donde está sucediendo sucediendo todo. So that's why I mean, ella está en Jersey. Al otro lado del puente, así que mira wow. a ver qué hace. Otro lado wow. del mundo de everything, all the way to fucking earth. <laughs> Pero I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying so much. Y, y la historia de la bisabuela, mano, como que, ah, damn, ese puño, esa pescosa en la cara. Porque no tan solo ella está perdida aquí, ella hace familia aquí, el chica se chacha, bla, bla, bla. Y, y, y ella lo único que quería era estar en paz. Yeah. Y él lo único que quería era tranquilidad y paz. Olvídate si, si ustedes si quieren ir para, para otro mundo y lo que sea lo que esté pasando, el incursion, el, el incursion, it, fuck it, yeah. I want to stay here. I got my kid, bro. I like how, I like how I didn't know, like the first time I ever heard, they used the, the phrase, pero, uh, wait, en este, episodio, en este episodio hablaron de eso, de las incursiones, mencionaron de incursion. No, no, porque en el anterior. De que como oh, ellos yeah. dijeron, They have a world that if they open the door, their world goes on the head. Sí, no, sí. No, que esa que sí. no, no hablan de eso. Sí, exacto, no hablan de eso, pero este... Pero it is. Pero it is. Uh, but they it don't is an incursion. They don't, they don't say that. <laughs> there's nothing that's said. Oh, they don't, they don't add on to the plot of incursions happening here. Okay. Oh, not in this episode, but in the last that's episode, episode that, they said that if we merge episode, our worlds, shit goes haywire. That's an incursion. Exacto. But, that. but in this episode, they never really talked about or anything like that. Okay. So we don't know anything new. At the, um, but there's a segment, Edwin, there's a segment, spoilers. There's a segment where they're trying to bridge the gap towards the world of them. And it has some effects, secondary, not expected. Nice. How about you, Jordan? I fucking loved it. I'm loving the show. For me, I had the opposite. The Edwin gay. Miss Marvel was here, and the show that he mentioned is. Moon Knight. I didn't even. I I didn't even finish it. Could I could not stand it. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. A mí no me gustó Moon Knight. A mí no me gustó Moon Knight. Yo lo que yo lo que menciono es que en cuanto en cuanto al público general lo que se vio en las redes sociales es que Moon Knight la treparon bien, o sea la barra la trepó bien arriba. Porque yo vi hasta Muna y los efectos estaban bien chipi. Yeah. Y qué clase porquería es esta. Pero pues, el logro, el logro está dando el miércoles, pues déjame verle lo que como. Para eso es lo que se llama. 
No, the first three episodes are just the same thing. I mean, the, the first two episodes of Moonlight are just the same fucking thing over and over again. It's like, come on, in Obi-Wan, where you have one episode where he's like, I need to distract Vader to save the people. And then the exact next episode, he does the exact same fucking thing. You couldn't just <laughs> combine it into one? I, I tell you, I, I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing. Moonlight had a lot of stuff that none of us really super enjoyed. But yeah, if yeah. there's something that that show has, especially in that, what was it, episode five and six? Four, five, and six. Four, five, four yeah. not so much. It's no, just, not five. The five end of the, like the end of four towards five and six. Five and six for me has some of the best acting performances in the MCU with what they gave yeah, yeah. Oscar Isaac to do. But you had to see that. That episode five and six when they show like the trauma when they showed what happened to him, the reason when, why like, he has the what, the reason why that that personality was created, how it was used, mm-hmm. how that 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 initial time where he's supposed to go to the funeral and just like he doesn't have to say anything, like there's no words that need to come out. You see in his and his breakdown when he when he throws the yarmulke on the ground that was nice when he sees and during the whole show. Where you you can it's so crazy to me that you can physically see when he's Steven when he's Mark, like his yeah. face changed. It wasn't just his accent. It wasn't how he was saying. Literally, his facial expression changed compared, you know, connected to who he was playing. I, that out of that show, I really fucking like. Yeah, absolutely. He he gave a wonderful performance. Oscar yeah. Isaac is usually as, as always is is the best part of every movie he's in, including the Star Wars movies. So it's like it's it's Oscar Isaac, you know. Um, so I'm hoping KK it was just too self-serious for me. It was my issue with Moon Knight. It was just like, okay, I, I this is the they kept calling it uh, never mind, we don't have to talk about that. Anyway, Miss Marvel me encanto. <laughs> um it's like a top five MCU for me. Uh, it feels like it's made by filmmakers. It's trying to say something. And it's got performances, and I'm like, oh, with that, that's a step up through a, of, of a lot of the MCU. There's great MCU picks, and then there's a lot of MCU films where it's like, oh, we just made a movie, enjoy. So it, it feels nice to see something so uh, director driven. Which now, on the flip side, uh, Gen Z Marvel fans have been so accustomed to watching movies that look like uh, like a CBS TV show. That whenever something like Doctor Strange 2 has good direction or something like Miss Marvel has good direction, people are like, why is the camera moving? Why are you doing that? Why does this look that way? It's like, well, no, because you've never watched a movie in your life. That's that's why it looks strange <laughs> to you. So please watch movies. Uh, so it, for me, Marvel is a lit in Marvel. <laughs> but that's, that's, the is, Cabron, that's the equivalent of like open a fucking book, okay? Read something. If you if you fucking complain to me, why is the camera like 360 around Doctor Strange in the scene? It looks cool, but I don't get what it's doing it. Like, go re- go watch a movie, dude. Por favor. You're you're too used to medium shots on a green screen for an entire film. Let's Where go with something else. Angle, yo, when we need them. Or okay. he would be agreeing. He would have piled on to this, to this, to this elitist solution. I'm kidding. Go ahead. But it's not elite. I know. I, 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 I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. But if we if we do compare it to something like Star Wars in terms of Disney Star Wars, it's impossible to deny that Disney Star Wars is extremely director driven. The films are. So it's strange that Marvel isn't. That like, Star Wars is so director driven that one director can come in and say. 
I don't like what you did, so I'm gonna make a movie that shits on what you did. And then the next guy comes and does the exact same thing. You can never do that in Marvel. So I do appreciate that Lucasfilm has more freedom for their filmmakers. But Miss Marvel, I think, and I was telling Lorengo when I saw the first episode, I think that this is the the the, the true first step into MCU becoming like legit cinema, into becoming actual movies. Uh, uh, because this feels like the dopest six-hour movie I've ever seen them put out in my life. Like this is, I'm I'm loving it from beginning, middle to end. I love. I, I've never felt this way about a Marvel thing since Infinity War. So I'm very, very excited about this in the future, and I'm eternally disappointed in uh, the the people that have been shitting on it because she's Muslim, and people that decided to tune out because it's like, well, that's a bunch of that kitty shit. I don't need kitty shit. It's like, perdóname. The MCU entirely is for kids. Get the fuck out of here. Me entiende? So uh, uh, I'm pretty excited or for the show. Uh, or man children. All right, don't call me a <laughs> fucking <laughs> child in here, bro. God damn it. Make my but it's butter true. Butter this shit. But let's, 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 be, let's be honest. Just like Star Wars, those movies are made to, to sell toys to children. So for somebody to say, well, this is a children's show, that means it's bad, I think is a bullshit thing to say about a marvel yeah Yeah. same with star wars i think i think i defer i think their bread and butter they're shooting on all pistons when they're catering to the people that were children aren't attached to this shit when they're catering to the adults this show i like it i this show i like it for that same reason like you said they they cater to the man children but this is geared more towards they're trying to get new viewers with the show to me i I think they're doing a fucking fantastic job Fantastic. But I do see the thing of like they're they're trying their hardest to get a younger crowd into like on this ship so that when these characters develop into like you know they create more stories with them they're yeah. already like hook line and sinker they're invested. Yeah. With this My character. from what I what I've seen in research is Gen Z is not the most into Marvel as they would have hoped, um, which is why you're getting folks like Matt Ramos being invited to, to, to uh, uh, what are they called, premieres to make TikToks and all those things. That's why, w- thank you, Screen. That's, that's, that's why when you go to, to, por ejemplo, I don't know if you've ever had the misfortune of seeing a Marvel film in a theater con Gen Z, but essentially they're talking over it, they're throwing popcorn, they're, they're just, it's a hangout for them. So I'm hoping... I don't know. It's not. I don't. One hundred percent. I don't hang out with those crowds. I don't know what Gentle you're talking minions. about. Gentlemen, we'll watch out. I've, watch out. I had. I had. <laughs> I've had very unfortunate screenings with Marvel films where you need the to Gen go to Z better theaters, sir. Cabo, yo estoy aquí en Puerto Rico. ¿Qué puedo hacer aquí, cabo? Todos los cines aquí son una mierda. Wow, bro! That entitlement down. What the hell? Cabo, los cines aquí son una mierda. Vamos a ser honestos, cabrón. Okay, no. the projection is usually off. There's people talking, there's people screaming. It's okay. Wow. This is it's, yeah, we're never gonna get that Caribbean well, cinema plug now. So, time, time out, time out, time out, time out. Before, ta- ta- we, before ta- I jump into my opinion, I will say that I've been to theaters, and yes, there is a especially with Marvel movies, there is a certain hype, and there's a like you're gonna get applauses, you're gonna get people screaming. No, talking over the movie about other things. So you're talking Doctor Strange, oh, that's, that's, that's and, that's and all, all, all of Gen Z was just talking just talking about random shit. And there's like a scene that's very emotional that the person next to myself and I were like 
trying to watch it, and these kids were laughing and like, ah, qué estúpido, qué estúpido. <laughs> Granted, eso fue en Plaza Las Américas, which is ah, never a good theater to go to. Ahí está, ahí está el problema. Dos consejos. Tienes que coger la tanda más, la más tarde. No, 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 no. La más tarde porque eh, nadie deja a los nenes a las 8 de la noche, 9 y 10 y 12 en el cine. ¿Estás no seguro? Y, sí. Y dos. Y dos. Recuerda que pasó la pandemia y hay un par de cosas más. Y dos. Eh, tienes que coger los cines caros, como por ejemplo el de San Patricio VIP, Distrito T-Mobile. Yeah. Ahí tú no vas a encontrar eso. La de T-Mobile está cabrón. Edwin la visita, lo dice. Miguel lo dice y Miguel es un poco de mierda, ¿viste? Miguel no, 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 Edwin got the complexion that we can hear that from. Yo a veces, yo, yo, las únicas veces que yo voy a Montilledra, a Aymas o a Carolina Aymas es por un screening especial. Yo no pago ahí, ¿por qué? Porque todo el mundo quiere ir a Aymas y todo el mundo hace lo que lo lo que yo te sale diciendo, los cojones gritando y jodiendo y pero eh, Edwin hace una semana yo vi una película y la tenían fuera de foco en Aimas yeah. yo, no, yo dije no pero Edwin I live right next to it I live three minutes de Montevideo eso es como que exacto so I just go there pero, you know what I did? Since those kids were pissing me off, pero since those kids were pissing me off so much, I said, I'm going to ruin your theater going experience too then. And I just smoked my vape the whole movie getting stoned as shit because it's like, You're going to ruin yeah. my experience. You totally fucked the club. Yeah, I don't you think totally I messed them up. Yeah, you, they were like, this movie is fucking crazy. You totally oh, messed it up for them. They were like, they were like, oh, yeah, this is great. I didn't even no. have to pay. I didn't even have to pay for Bud. I'm no, just getting yo, smacked. Like, cause you know, when you get high for a movie by 20 minutes, it's gone. No, bro. Esto fue beginning, middle, and end. Yo estaba volando con Dr. Strange. It was, got, it was I got, fun. I, got, I bought some shit and got high I have today, to do it at home. But I'm watching ese, that RRR eh, shit. Eh, eh, en yes! Yes! En ese día era Santa Cana and the Multiverse of Madness. The credits are rolling and Santa Cana was like, this is chair. Yes. Yes. Yo estaba bien. I was like, it's al punto. I had to go to the food court because I couldn't drive. I was too high. I got to go to the food court and sober up. America, America, Chabela abrió un portal hacia. Él entró por el portal, no fue a ella. I could have sworn I met Sochi and I met Benny Cumberbatch, but I guess it was just the movie. But yeah, I, I, I bought, my wife bought some shit today and she put this little powder and I started drinking it and I got so, yo, before this episode, I was so fucking hot and Miguel was like, don't fucking get stoned. And I was like, this ain't gonna like, do nothing to me. I was like, we have guests, we have guests on today's show. I would appreciate it if you didn't get stoned. I don't, I never, I never in my life took this. It was like pink lemonade crystal light of fucking. Okay. I'll, I'll show you later. I'll get the thing. I'll show you later. Bro, I mixed it. I need 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 it
Ya no, envió el chat de las muchachas, fue. Me lo saco el en qué chat lo envió. I don't, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I sent it to the girl. <laughs> I put that shit in a bottle and I shook that shit up. It was like crystal light. I drunk and I was like, yo, it tastes like good juice. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I got so high. What the fuck? Are you, are you high too? Oh, oh no. we got extra. Oh, we got. Oh, oh hello. Don't pop a titty out. Don't pop no. a titty out on my show, yo. No, no. <laughs> She's high as fuck, yo. You should show right. me the pause. <laughs> show me the pause. Let me tell you something. Mira. He is a lightweight. Come I'm going to tell you. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Don't nobody want to hear that. He is a lightweight. Because Nick got baby lung. No, Lex is a lightweight. Because this bolita, you're going to be high, cabrón. I ate the entire bag and I was barely high. You're so full of shit. Mira, I'm like, I think I had a bad batch. Oh, since when did this become the chronic fucking podcast? Like, all right. Anyway, I mean, it should be. That's a second, bro. Back Everybody's to Kamala Khan. I didn't give you my opinion about the fucking show. I enjoyed the show. I thought what they did with the time jump was very fucking interesting. It was very heartwarming. Like it's very edge. I I had no idea about the uh the division between Pakistan and India. I had no fucking clue, dude. Me either, totally. Bro. That's why I told Nick I was like, this shit is like a. This is informative to me, and b. This is not from the comics. This has I never read about this in the comics or whatever. So it's both educational and entertaining. The way that it ends. I was literally the same way as Nick. I was like, what the hell are they going to say for the season finale then? Uh, for the Yeah, for the last episode. Um, and uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. I think it's fucking, it's a great show. I'm looking forward to the to the finale, but I'm also looking forward to will they use this character again? Because we all know the Miss Marvel movies like somewhere well, on the I mean, calendar. They put her on the cruise. And they put on the cruise with hey, Captain America. Hey, hey, that's, that's fantastic. I don't want to have to take a cruise to see Kamala Khan. I want to see another part. Kamala Khan va a ser parte de lo que es The Marvels. Por eso, pero, okay, mi, mi miedo con eso. De la misma forma que yo sentí que a mí me encantó WandaVision, pero puedo entender que en la película de Doctor Strange, you don't necessarily have to see the show. Will they take all of this development? Todo este development que le están dando, la van a usar en la película también, o se lo van a pasar no. por el culo. No, they're going to do what they did with Thor, which is I don't, I don't want them erase to do everything that to her. Comes. I know. I don't want that's, them to that's do just that. what Marvel this does. What they, what that's they, what what they, they do. do in this show, what they did in this show is great. Like it's very yeah. good character building, cabrón. Like Agreed. that's my fear now. Will I see her again? And will I see this version of her again? Don't give me a version of Kamala Khan that's totally different. Ooh. Bro. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and you can keep fucking can you focus? Oh, oh my god. We got cancer up in here. Look, look. Anyways, will they give us will they give us this version of Kamala Khan in Miss Marvel? And I hope they stay true to it and I hope we see her again. Because they did a yeah, the coast is good. Yeah. yeah. So que esto es mejor que una película de Tarkovsky. Eso me suena un poco raro. Escúchate eso, Orengo. What? I, I, I can always count on you guys que han pasado dos horas and you're still on the second topic. I, can, I love you all. I love you all so much. <laughs> we, like, we, like, we, like, we like waxing and waning about the things we love, sir. Okay? I yeah, know. we're not like you. I know. I love it. 
Literalmente, no, I rapped, I already rapped, I'm already bajando la cuesta, and I'm like, oh, God, I hope you guys are still talking about something. Cuando veo, you're literally just talking about the second thing. That's great. Pero, cabrón, eran varios comics que habían que discutir. That is true. It was three comics. Three, three comics. So, basically, we're actually on the fifth thing. So, fourth thing. That's, that's not bad, actually. For our records, that's not bad. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. I agree. That's cool. That's cool. Well, since Orengo's the boys, here, we're talking. Where, where did uh, Orengo? You want to say anything about Miss Marvel? Did you see the last episode? Miss Marvel. Es el único que estoy mal. I haven't seen Miss Marvel. I can talk about the other things, but I haven't seen Miss Marvel. Sorry. Right, so and you can't talk about our art our tampoco. So no, but that's the last topic. So I'll stay quiet you, when the pasa eso. Did you read the comics either? The comics, the RRR. No, no, oh. the comics. I, he said, I was, he said what comics? We're talking about comics today. That's what he said. Yeah, we have a guest with comics in his name, but we're going to talk about comics? Okay, all right. <laughs> and I appreciate before, his infinite wisdom in comics. Before we go ahead, we're going to show some, some, we got some images here. Because Edwin does have his own podcast. We talked about oh. Edwin. I love Poco Eso del Podcast. Varios, tengo tres, son tres podcasts eh, toda la semana. Eh, este, por ejemplo, Jesus. el que se supone que fuera de hoy miércoles, pero lo moví para mañana para poder estar aquí con ustedes, que es el Edwin oh, Comic New Comic Book Day Review. Escojo 10 cómics de la semana entre Independiente, Marvel y DC, y eh, los leo y los discuto, les doy mi opinión. Ahí tenemos varias eh, variedad, tenemos tres Independientes, tenemos de Marvel, tenemos de DC. Y todo lo demás, el primero que habían puesto, que es Ponte el Día con Edwin Comic, es sobre noticias. Ahí pues te doy update de las historias que vienen por ahí, de los diferentes bochinches que se crean en la industria o cualquier otro suceso, eh, cómo van las ventas de cómic, eh, escojo las portadas de la semana y también te enseño lo que viene en la semana para que entonces tú hagas tu pullis y estés al día. Estos son los lunes para que te dé break, entonces, eh, DC sale martes, y eh, todo lo que viene con Diamond, que es, y Penguin, que es Marvel, este, eh, Independiente y todo lo demás, pues, ahí tienes pa esos días para hacer el pullis y ir a tu tienda de cómic eh, favorita para comprar los cómics, y tengo otro, que es el Eden Comic Plus, bien original el nombre, pero... Eh, like the Disney Plus version of the show. <laughs> sí. Este específico es hablando sobre series, películas, eh, videojuegos y cualquier otro topic, siempre y cuando sea basado en cómics. Aquí, nice. pues yo, eh, por ejemplo, eh, de Thor, Love and Thunder, pues te hablo de la película, pero al mismo tiempo te doy kichus de dónde es que sale la primera vez, la primera aparición del personaje, eh, cómo fue que se creó y todo lo demás. So, esa es más o menos la dinámica de Edwin Comic Plus. Hay otro, hay otra, hay otro episodio en YouTube, como por ejemplo, hice uno de cómo tú eh, eh, cuidar los cómics, que está también ahí. Están estamos, están los episodios, hablemos de que es cuando escogemos una película y traigo invitados para discutir ella. Tengo uno de Spider-Man No Way Home, tengo uno de The Batman. Y el próximo, que es la próxima semana, para que todo el mundo pueda ver la película, es Thor Love and Thunder, que desde ahora lo digo, va a ser uno totalmente lleno de odio, 
<risa> ¿Verdad que sí, Edwin? Dima, Dima, por favor. Dima. Va, a haber, va a haber sangre, va a sí, haber va. odio. Muy bien, muy bien. Pues, pues, bro, eh, eh, va a rayar la casi cancelación y demanda. No, no Chacho, ¿Qué, ¿verdad qué, que sí? ¿Qué día Entiendo. es el episodio, Edwin? Eh, es el viernes 15. El viernes 15 y conmigo voy a tener a un colega que odia a muerte Thor Ragnarok. Así que no se imaginan cómo él salió okay. después Anda de ver Thor Ragnarok. Carajo. Every, every, I want everybody to just enjoy the visual of Edwin's background. How much more professional this shit looks compared to ah. my cheap ass background. <laughs> I have to cover my background with an image because I have. <laughs> I have. Oh, look, look, at, look at bro. Oye, yo, oye, hey, hey, yo, yo, oye, mira, espérate, 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 espérate. Wait, the OBS, that's just a picture. <laughs> voy ahora, voy ahora, voy ahora, voy ahora. Oh, ahora. You made me feel so self-conscious about how horrible my shit looks now. <laughs> like, see, ahora está, ahora está, ahora está. So we're going <laughs> into the next topic. Um, this topic, we're going to start it off with a small clip. We're going to talk about the boys. So where are you guys headed? We were just on our way to a Samaritan's Embrace retreat over there in Danville. This is Mindstorm's MO. He brainwashed them. That priest was going to shank us and she will too. Hey, hey, she doesn't look brainwashed to me. Take my word for it. Everyone's coming for us, everyone, every day. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. You have PTSD. You have PTSD and you are super fucking stoned. All right, maybe this isn't what you think it is. Move. Move. She's a human being, a nun. And if there's one thing I know. Die! You fucking got Oh my god! Do something! You stay still. I. That, that'll be the clip that'll get us knocked the fuck off of YouTube right that away. Scene was so I love the shit out of that scene. I was dying. I was that dying. shit had me fucking dead when I first saw that shit. I was like so outraged. Like this fucking guy really does have PTSD, and then she fucking pops out. That shit in true fashion of the boys, yo, was so outrageous. It was so fucking wild. Bro, I was watching that shit. I was watching that shit in the Airbnb. And it would have been like 11.45 at night. And the host was staying in the house. Oh, shit. So, hey, shut that no, shit off. No, I was like, I was like watching it. And when they popped the shots, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. The volume. Bring that shit down. Like, <laughs> he was screaming at the top of her lungs. I was like, oh, god damn it. Touch. All right, so yeah, with one episode left in the series, well, at least in the season, what did everybody think about this episode? You like the boys? Okay, so how, how did you like the last episode? El final es el que uno se queda como que, wow, espérate. Esto ahora se pone más interesante aún con, con lo que sucedió al final. So, yo entiendo que ah, para este último episodio, eh, ellos tienen que cerrar en grande, al igual que hicieron con el season anterior. Que el season anterior tuvo que hacer acción de principio a fin. Y entiendo que en este, a pesar de que en este season sí hay acción, este debería de terminar igual que el otro. 
creo que quedan como do, dos seasons más, son cinco. So, por lo menos este nos tiene que dar un par de cositas chéveres y dejarnos entonces con las ganas del, de, del cuarto season. How about you, Sally? Eh, lamento decir que esta es la única serie que no estoy al día, por eso mismo, porque, porque, porque quería esperar a la que se acabara para verlo completo, porque esta es, de la, esta es de las pocas series que me desespera no verla seguida. Porque en verdad como que it keeps you wanting more, aunque yo tengo mis críticas del show por las cosas que, por los tropes que usan y qué sé yo, pero me, como quiera me gusta. I really enjoy it. Eh, es lo que siempre he dicho, o sea, el contenido súper adulto y que esté bien cabrón, que también sea a raíz de los cómics. Y en verdad, yo vi el Hero Gasm y hablamos de eso. Y a mí, pues, el episodio estaba chévere, pero no, no me gustó que el hype sobrevendió el episodio. Sí, y como, y fue como que algo totalmente normal. De acuerdo. Y, y en realidad, como que, pues, no puedo decir que no me gustó, en verdad. Estaría mintiendo si digo que no me está gustando y que, y que ese glimpse a, al tercer ciso como que se ve más, más allá todavía. Como que como Edwin dice que lo hace está mucho más interesante y es como que ¡Damn! Pero nada más, no, en verdad me gusta, me gusta. No voy a decir más, solamente que pues, ¿cómo, cómo ir a todo acabar? Es como que la, la curiosidad mía y de todo el mundo, supongo. Sí, yeah. yeah, What what what's gonna transpire between Soldier Boy and fucking over here? I have, a, I have a question for all of you guys after we finish giving our reviews. All right, go ahead, Miguel. You next. Um, I don't like this show. It really offends my Christian sensibilities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I love this fucking show. This show is ridiculous. Like on a whole nother level. Um, I I want to say like this might be their best season yet. Um, yeah. Homelander as a villain is just like I I I detest him and I love him at the same time for what they've done with the character. Not because of his views, but because they keep on pushing the envelope with him every episode of how just despicable and miserable he want he is and how he wants to make other people just as bad, like just as miserable as he is. Mm -hmm. Um I'm curious because of the twist at the end of that episode. That's not in the comics, by the way. That's something specifically for the show. Um, how that affects... I don't want to go... Okay, I don't want to go too far, but how that affects other things in the show, how that moving forward. Certain other character developments or whatever. Um, es bien interesante eh, ahora tener el barómetro de, like, Homelander's Despicable. Uh, you covered this. You This was covered on another podcast I saw also. Like, Homelander's Despicable... But now with, with Soldier Boy or whatever, they're like, están ahí, están ahí, jaspando, quién es el más hijo de puta de los dos? And then with the revelation at the end, it was like, oh, shit. The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, huh? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? How about um, you, Sexy Knees? Oh, you're still going? No, go ahead. Sexy Knees. <laughs> sexy Knees. I was cut off. Right sexy now. Knees, I was cut off to give you space to talk and you're not paying attention. <laughs> No, no, it's because I want you to go. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How convenient. It's kick out on you. I thought you were going to say what happens. I was. I was. But he cut me off. Don't worry. Go ahead, sexy. I knees. thought you were finished, asshole. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, sexy knees. Uh, 
So I I feel that the show this, this episode was disappointing because it didn't have enough sexy knees in it. Uh, it didn't have enough shots of Miguel getting shot in the face. Tampoco. I thought you were going in a totally different direction with Miguel and shots in the face. I was like, <laughs> oh, I think we're gonna go thought, boys over here, bro. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say something totally different, but okay, keep it going. Miguel didn't get mm'd. Yeah. Exactly. Nice, you're gonna nice, get nice. my father. Yeah. mía. Ustedes llegaron a ver el sneak peek de the Rings of Power? No, not yet. Nope. No. Uh, when I did this came been. out? The, when, when did it came out today. Must have been it today. Out, uh, in the morning. Yeah, I didn't even know about that shit. Okay, I'm gonna watch but it. It's, it's, oh. only on, it's only on Prime. I know. Now. I know. Es que salieron muchos trailers hoy. Salió el de Clerks, salió el de... El que iba a ser, creo que era... Viola Davis, right? Woman yo quiero que cuando te refieras a ese trailer lo haga con más respeto eso no fue un trailer, fue una experiencia majestuosa orgásmico es la palabra que majestuosa no, eh, pues en lo que ustedes hablan de The Boys, yo lo voy a ver y I'm gonna scream if I see something that I really, really enjoy, pero no creo que vaya a gritar. No, yeah. Dale, one, one mute, just in case. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 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 this, this season has been really good. I think that their handle of character on this, like, like Eric Kripke's writing has, has always been good from the beginning. Mm. He has incredible lines like, you're the mold that I scrape off my... Uh, off of the ground and it comes back and goes sounds like you've got a moisture problem love uh uh like it's always had good writing i do feel that his understanding of character has just grown exponentially season to season to season and it's really awesome to watch and it's inspirational that somebody at his level can still become better that's a really really wonderful thing to witness pero this season has been so character like character motivated much more than the other seasons and that's really wonderful to see especially when it's such a uh, blockbuster type of a world that the boys exi- uh, inhabit that instead of doing like fight 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 scenes they decide to just focus on character to focus on small dialogue scenes the i i i'm not gonna lie i cried like a baby uh, in the scene of kimiko and annie And I cried like a baby when uh, uh, Frenchie read it. The it's just it's it's I don't understand. It. It's like these people are real to me. You know what I mean? Like the way that Eric Kripke wrote these people it's through they're they're real people that I know that I've been hanging out with. They don't feel fake. They feel tactile. Like I could call the them French, right now. The Frenchie dynamic, like it even subverted my expectations because I said to myself, "Oh, we're now we're heading towards you know they're gonna hook up. They're just gonna be an item." And when she basically said, like, you know, I'm it, it felt uh, the kiss felt good, but we're something more than that. Like, your family now is just like, A, that feels kind of gross, but B, I get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was like, it's Amazon. Si no, let me think, Chao, what the fuck did they waste no, the no, time no, for? No. Oh. Pero cuando, okay. 
si tú vas y ves el teaser, eh, en algunas partes se ve que le metieron chavos, en otras como que estás cuestionando un poquito la actuación de los actores. Vas a juzgar. Para como nosotros estamos poniendo esta serie, para como nosotros como somos, vamos a juzgar, desde, a juzgar mucho desde el principio, porque esto hace, o sea, le, le invirtieron chavos como si no, o sea, el banco fuera, no sé. Yeah, they care. A ellos no le importa, es como que así un billón, dale. Esos son cinco pesos para mí. ¿Entiendes? Eh, like, va a juzgar. Pero no quiero que por lo que yo estoy diciendo y que, que, o sea, que vayan a juzgar too harsh. Porque en realidad, para hacer un teaser y yo ver un CGI que parece de película, está cabrón. Y entonces el, tra el teaser trailer como tal va a salir julio 14. Oh. Was just like, what, a teaser? Like... Eh, un minuto y no sé. Yo creo que es el teaser más hermoso oh, que yo he visto. Es que dice... Yes, this shit is still coming out. <laughs> you no, know that game, you know that other series, Game of Thrones. We're we're here too, okay? No, I'm kidding. No, but the CGI, de verdad, mira, estoy viendo de nuevo y yo digo que los prosthetic, el CGI parece como si estuviese viendo una película de una película, punto. Como si estuviese viendo una película en un streaming service. You know que the CGI looks nicer, the shots looks nicer. No parece un show. Okay. En mi opinión, no es que esté blowing it up porque Lord of the Rings y I love it, pero es que literalmente no parece un show. All right. And so, Orengo, did you see... No, Orengo said he didn't see Miss Marvel, right? No, I didn't see Miss Marvel. I saw the boys, pero dame, like, a minute, lo que salgo de mi carro. Oh, there we go. Es que you're sexist. So you don't watch the show women. You watch the show the boys. I love me a good old toxic time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I like I like Muslims? being with the boys. Really? When I saw clerks, I was like, yeah, that's a that's a true story. That's a man's like, yeah, story. No, no, fe no females in this story. Not exactly. in my America. Mira, sale a soca for like two seconds, and I'm like, oh, God, please go away. Let me just be with Randall and now Dante like, again, she please. Was like, she was like, I believe in you. We know, bitch. Get out of here. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, give me like one minute. Okay, you got an Airbnb. So talk about like skip me or something. Give me a second. So, so back to the dynamic. That that thing like that really subverted my expectations. I thought they were going to go down the regular route of they're going to be an item now. And it, they did it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It kind of shocked yeah. the shit out of me. I don't know about... Y'all of you guys, if you saw that shit coming, yeah. but I didn't, or whatever. I, I think that they're an adorable couple, and I was I was really, you know, I'm glad that they went a different way. But I was sad a little bit. It's like, oh, man, why don't you guys get married and go to Marseille? But you know what? Now, <laughs> now, now, Miguel, you're, you're single. You can go marry Kimiko now. Yeah. I actually have a date this Saturday, but it's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> with with, with her? For, no, 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 no. A much, a much prettier girl. How about that, bro? <laughs> So, not wow. the one that goes Game to points. you. If she's watching, getting <laughs> points. Wow, son. Subtle, be subtle. Lush, lush. No one is anyway. prettier than Kimiko. So, uh, uh, we'll see. Anyway. Mira, cheque tu teléfono. Cheque tu teléfono. Gracias. Se han, se han fijado que una de las preocupaciones que le había mencionado al, uh, al principio cuando estaba hablando de esos things que de children es cómo la gente. Eh, critica las cosas cuando viene de un source material y no lo llevan tal como tal en The Voice ha cambiado mucho a los cómics y nadie se ha quedado, yep. el show es tan bueno yeah. tan producido las actuaciones están tan cabronas que nadie se ha quedado de eso es como yeah, Miss Marvel that it's like you're giving me a new story you know like I 
yo, I got into a debate with somebody que tenía un podcast y el tipo me estaba diciendo, when I watch a comic book movie, I want it to be a straight adaptation. And that, to me, sounds very boring. Like, Viva Vendetta, what I love about it is that the movie and the, the, the comic book are so vastly different that I can hang out with the same character in two separate adventures. So go Miss Marvel, con the boys, you can have two wildly different experiences. But yes, they're similar, but they're different. And I think that that is how you adapt comic books is you don't need to give Wolverine his orange and blue shit. Give him a fucking latex leotard 2000. I don't care as long as, I, as it's good. I agree with you now. Because now, if Miss Marvel gives me fucking a cockatiel, a, a, a fucking, <laughs> if they give me the inventor, I'll be like, this shit feels so out of place now. Like, <laughs> if they give me the half man, half cockatiel, I'm gonna be like, oh, cringe, cabrón. Like, this doesn't work in this world. Cabrón. I, I want him so bad. I want him so fucking bad, y'all. And we're not, we're probably not gonna robotic get it. or some shit. Bro, leave the cockatiel out of this story. This story's so well, what beautiful. If, what if like... they just made it Thomas Edison? It's actually just Thomas Edison and not a cockatiel. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I, I have to fucking, you know, be satisfied with the five-second shot they had of a poster of the cockatiel in the room. Said, yeah, bro, no, that, no, was no. The that was the tease. There was a hair. Fucking people let me go. Waiting for this to get the picture. You, you think he's actually coming? I think, I think that eventually, but Marvel has this really weird fascination with militarizing all of the costumes. I don't know why. So I'm curious what that costume will look like. They'll probably get given like 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 bullets or some bullshit like that. Bandolier or something stupid. Iron uh, iron cockatoo, bro. That's what we're gonna get. <laughs> it's like even even Fantastic Mr. Fantastic, his his outfit was looked militarized and it's like, what are you doing? They should be wearing latex leotards. They're superheroes. Give them leotards. Por favor. Wow, he's even oh, gonna grace us with his face. Look trono. at that. He's oh, gonna face it. He's gonna grace us with his face, but not with his voice, apparently. This isn't a this isn't a, a, a production. All we need is your opinion and your voice. We don't need proper lighting. And I'm glad he mentioned it because it brings up an interesting debate. Do fans truly want que everything sea bien accurate al source material? Y esto va más allá porque también fans no solo de comic books, sino de literatura. Or will you sacrifice this if the story is so good that you're willing to dismiss those things? Y a veces es el caso, pero a veces también no, porque even when the story sometimes it, it is good, solamente porque no es fiel, a veces le caen a cantimpa. So it's very interesting que pasa eso en ambos casos. I want 50-50. I want a great oh. original story, but I, I would like certain homages to epic moments from the comics. Yeah. I would like that. Like, you don't have to give that me, works. like, like people people hate a lot on Civil War, and I like Civil War because even though it wasn't the comic yeah. book, beat, beat for beat, it had feelings from the book. It had yes. Even, even his book. mask. Even Spider-Man's mask. Oye. Es, 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 gran, es, es uno de los grandes problemas que tiene el MCU. Hay cosas que funcionan fuera del source material uh -huh. y hay cosas que deberían ser de source material, pero uno tiene que ir aceptando de que, ok, esto no puede ser acá porque esto tiene un propósito de ser más adelante en, en, en la historia principal. Pues recordemos que ahora en, en, en el MCU es como que todas las películas tienen su historia, pero hay una historia principal por encima de todo esto. Que esa pelea la tengo con, con, con Thor, por ejemplo, como se está manejando ese personaje en el MCU. 
Y, o sea, eh, es lo mismo también con las películas de DC Comics, por lo menos las la que están en el universo extendido. O sea, eh, uh-huh. a mí me gustó Batman vs. Superman Down Justice. Para mí es de las mejores películas de superhéroes que yo he visto ever. Yeah. Orengo has his hands. Orengo has his hands perfectly placed so he can cover his nipples right now because they're like. Bro, what? Just can't see it because of the lighting. But yes, I'm just grinning, happy, so happy right now. I could dance. I could dance like the Joker. So, yeah, I don't know. What, what else did you think about uh, well, the episode of the Boys in the series? El, el season as a whole, I've been loving it. Este episodio también me gusta el review porque, como ustedes dicen, if I'm not mistaken, in the comic original, um, el contexto era diferente. I think they were lovers, right? That sí. was the original context, right? So, interesante como entonces, porque claro, han jugado tanto con la dinámica de toda esta serie, que entonces reconstruyeron y reestructuraron como que la relación que tienen ellos dos ahora es ser un father and something, which is cool porque it ties a lot en lo de Homelander que ha pasado a través de seasons. This whole thing about abandonment, about not having a family, about the, the being loved by someone, pero nunca ha tenido eso. It's like a reverse Eleven, where Eleven's being loved by someone because she was, you know, she was a creation from a lab because he was like Homelander, but he was also created in a lab, but no one fucking loves him because he's a psychopath. So, interesante que ahora... We have this dynamic donde tenemos like a father figure for him. Lo que pasa es que it kind of comes a little too late. No del show, sino que pues, there's just one more episode not left. So unless they start developing in season 4 esta dinámica, it'd be interesting ver dónde llevan esto. Because there's so many interesting approaches que puede llevar con esto. Que no sea simplemente, well, let's just go kill Soldier Boy at the end, or let's go kill Homelander at the end. ¿Me entiende? I just hope they don't go that route. Y que either they have a cliffhanger, o que termine con esta idea de que this is going to be resolved next season. Y que lo que quizás concluyan sea the whole thing about Compound B y ver cómo termina esa dinámica porque pues we have now like a ticking time clock with the um, temporary B que no sabe qué va a pasar con eso, si, you know, Butcher would die or, or Huey would make like a noble sacrifice, que sé yo. I, I doubt any of that would happen. Pero debe haber una conclusión por lo menos para esa trama que es la, la otra main trama que lleva desarrollándose. Pero lo único que estoy un poquito worried es que I don't know if, like, in an hour they can resolve all these plot threads, como lo de Kimiko, como lo del Compound B, como la cuestión del, del rise to power de Homelander within the company, lo de Soldier Boy, lo de Black Noir. So, so un, un montón de plot threads que creo que en una hora, I don't know if they can successfully navigate all of them. Pero, you know, the boys no fallado. So I assume que ellos tendrán una, a very clever way of at least uh, satisfying and giving us a satisfying conclusion de mucho de estos plot threads, with probably some of them lingering for next season, que probablemente ya está greenlit, es que simplemente están esperando que se acabe el season para, para tirarlo. Sí, a, mí, a, a mí algo que me dejó como que pensativo, en, yeah. ese, en, en esa parte final, con la revelación y todo eso, que para sí. mí eso va a ser un plot, otro plot twist mayor todavía. O sea, que posiblemente Soldier Boy quizás no sea el padre y le está jugando sí, ese para, para poder eh, encontrarlo. Sí. Se imagina eso, se imagina eso. How pathetic. You thought sí. I was actually your dad. Wow, well, fucking. Y, y es que el personaje. Daddy issues the. I could totally oh, see him doing that. Oh, y, el oh, y, el, y el personaje se presta para eso. Yeah. yeah. 
O sea, la, la, la forma de ser de él se presta para eso. Ahora, si, si, si hubiese imaginado, si hubiese imaginado que antes del de reveal hubiesen enseñado Arrogance como en los cómics, que ellos dos se acuestan y después vienen el reveal. Oh. ¿Cómo estuviese en las redes? ¿Cómo estuviese esa historia bien al garete de que, hey, nos acostamos, pero sabes que yo soy tu país. Y es como, oh. Ay, no. <risa> No sé si han visto esta película de The Old Boy, la versión americana. ¿La han visto? Yeah. 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 Pues ya saben a dónde voy. Pero de verdad que por lo menos, the, the Voice está demasiado de buena. De verdad, esta es la serie que recientemente me ha puesto a mí a esperar el día que salga la, la, la serie. La de todas las series que han salido, la única que ha logrado eso es fucking Lucky. Que para mí hasta ahora es la mejor serie del de, de MCU. Hasta ahora, para mí. Loki está cabrón. ¿Cuál? Loki está bien Loki. cabrón. Oh, Loki, Loki, yeah, yeah. Loki. So I got a question before we, before we stop this subject. Let me ask you one question, all you guys. What's worse? A villain that's always been a low down, dirty piece of shit? Or somebody who falls from grace and becomes a villain. Which one is worse in, in your eyes? Like somebody that does the unforgivable and becomes a villain. La persona que no tiene nada que perder. Como, como que no tiene nada que perder. O sea. Si, si tú no tienes nada que perder, tú vas a hacer lo que sea. Ahí tú puedes, tú te. Son tus ojos. Generalmente. So, so generalmente, ojos. como va las cosas, pues es la persona que no tiene nada que perder. Es la más peligrosa. Yeah, what, no, do you mean, what do you mean by worse? Because I always find it more, <coughs> more entertaining to see a hero turn into villain. I've, I've always liked that dynamic of somebody that was good and then something between happened. somebody between somebody that's always been. The but what do you mean? Crux. What do you mean by worse? Like less entertaining, or they're like oh no, like okay. like who's the worst? Who's the worst villain in your eyes? I said the villain. I say you like him, villain. Like the Before fucking. No. So I guess fall from grace is my answer. Okay. Between <laughs> somebody, exactly. What is worse of the two? Somebody who has always shown their colors to be a very disgusting villain or a person who you were enamored with and then had a fall from grace and becomes a villain? Para, para, mí, la, para mí la segunda. La segunda porque es la que no tiene nada que ver Para mí la segunda. El, el no. que siempre ha sido el villano. No, no el que como que, que, que pierda, okay. Ajá. Okay, 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 okay. Por eso digo que Anakin is, is my favorite film villain because it's a legit ball oh, from Mexico. Oh, he's like No, no, I, I agree, bro. same thing. No, no, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. You might you guys might want to hold on to that thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you talking about for the boys? I'm just saying general life. You just might want to hold on to that thought. I mean, Holander is also really terrifying. I don't, man. If there's any show that could do the ending of a comic book, it's this show. But oh, fucking Christ, the ending of the boys is like. I don't That's know. what I'm telling you. So you know, then. That's I know. What I'm saying. I know so what fuck? happens in a comic book. Which one is worse, the one that's always been a fucking disgusting fuck, uh -huh. or the guy that has the fall from grace? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the comic book. I, I oh my happened. god. Okay, so either Dewey or Butcher become the villains. Oh, I don't cool, know, but cool, I didn't say cool, all cool, that. Cool, I don't cool, know cool, because cool, I feel like they've, they've changed things. It's just like yeah, it's, I didn't say it's, that. It's, it's oh, it's wild events that happen in. The you think butcher? Book. You think butcher's a good guy? I said villain. Like but the antagonist. Said, how can butcher have a fall from grace with how gross he is right now? 
because you can pop somebody That's the problem. He thinks that Butcher is a good guy. He's the hero. Because you can pop. He's the hero of the story. Doing what you got to do. You can do. You can definitely do things with Butcher, prop him up, and then destroy him. This season has been his. Yes, he's always been a piece of shit, but this season has been his fall and grace. And this Louis was the level well. of shittery. He was, he was already yeah, borderlining Louis. a shitty human being. Like you can't really yeah, prop them up. Butcher. It's not something Joey, you can't really prop them up. Be like, wow, what a huge fall for them. You know? Yeah. No, Joey. Joey, una persona hablando que Huey is supposed to represent how he's turning into Homelander. I'm like, oh my god, you're misunderstanding the show entirely. He's turning. He's turning. He's turning into Butcher. What are you talking about? He's turning into Homelander. You fucking idiot. It's Butcher that's turning into that. Homelander. I didn't say you that. Need to be paying attention. No, 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 like some no. person, oh, some okay, random okay. person. Yeah, that person is like, no, Butcher is turning into Homelander, and Huey is turning into Butcher. Mm. In I guess we all like this. We all like the show. Yeah, love everybody it. like the show. All right, Absolutely so, love it. So to continue, we're gonna go with our next topic, which is Stranger okay. Text things. me. Text me. <laughs> when you're done, okay? I'll text you when we're done. We're gonna no. talk about Stranger right. Things. Um, I'm gonna go watch it right now. Go ahead, go ahead. We'll let you know when we're done. With, with what Stranger Things um, gave to us, I think, in the fashion of putting out content that we're probably going to get banned for, I think there was only one scene reasonably to put for Stranger Things. Chrissy, this is from you. Universal Records has handed you a cease and desist as we speak. I got another one. Since the trailer came out for this season, not part B, but part A, I said as soon as we saw the trailer, I was like, I'm going to like that fucking scene. I was waiting for that scene to happen in the first part of season four. I was like, yo, when that scene happened, I just know that it's going to be dope as fuck. And that shit did not fail. That was that scene, that scene in, in its completeness was so fucking dope. Much like the rest of the season. For me, the ending of this season, I think I think I have spoke to my girl. I think I cried like a bitch like four times. I think it was like four, four times that I was just like, I'm, I'm, I, I remember seeing Eleven fight Vecna. And when I look, it was like, there's 40 minutes. Oh, there's 40 minutes? What the fuck? Like, this shit at the end is 40 minutes. What else could happen? As the episode continued, I was like, like I was I was literally because, because like, during the whole promoting the series, people kept saying Game of Thrones, Bloodbath. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, who's going to fucking, like, who's going to die? Who's going to die? From the get, we was like, Steve or Eddie is going to catch it. We already, you know, we had said that numerous times. But they were like, okay, more than one person was going to die. 
when Eddie's scene came and that shit broke me. Even even like I had said multiple times, every Wednesday, Eddie's gonna die. Eddie's gonna die. Even feeling like I know Eddie was gonna die, that didn't help at all. Like when the actual scene came out, yo, fucking balling, bro. Showers, showers. That um, I don't want to, you know, mention everything. So what else did you guys, Edwin? How did you make the ending? Mano, este, este season 4, el volumen 1 y el volumen 2 han quedado extremadamente cabrones. Eh, ellos como que al principio tenían como una base, luego en el segundo y el tercer season empezaron a empezar a, des a desarrollar personajes, a traer personajes nuevos como más, entre otros, y se fueron viendo poco a poco a lo que era la historia principal, que era este Upside Down World, Eleven, este laboratorio y todo lo demás. Ahora, eh, viendo esto y cómo lo que posiblemente suceda en, el, en, el, en la quinta temporada, de verdad que estuvo demasiado de cabrón. O sea, la tonalidad que le metieron, esa escena con Eddie. Yo, yo me recuerdo, yo me levanté, eh, yo trabajo a madrugadas o me levanto bien temprano y en mis días libres. Y yo veo que alguien como que había subido un, un post como que, ah, esta escena, yo espero que no me decepcione en el soundtrack. Porque si recuerdan, en el, en el volumen 1, pues, utilizaron también Ajá. un buen soundtrack. Sí. Cuando yo empiezo a escuchar Puppet of Master. Master of Puppet. Yo dije, no. Ajá. Esta gente le metieron un metálica aquí. Y de verdad que la escena quedó extremadamente cabrona. Eh, para mí fue de las mejores escenas en todas las temporadas. Es esa. Eh... Hay algo como que, este, que también me gustó mucho en, este, en, en esta temporada. Llega como que un, un acto en que tú ves las diferentes historias, como todos los héroes están perdiendo. Y tú dices, puñeta, ¿cómo va a terminar esto? Entonces, sí. estás con el rumor de que en, la, en las redes sociales, ah, cinco personas van a morir ahora. Uh -huh. Y dices, ah, aquí es el momento, ¿quién carajo se va uh -huh. a ir? Y tú ves como que y van perdiendo y van perdiendo y van perdiendo y llega un punto de que ya no hay escapatoria y ¡buf! aparece una escapatoria y como que todo, todo se conecta y todos pueden como que salirle y yo ¡puñeta sí! ¡puñeta! todos vivieron, todos lo pudieron hacerlo el, vi, el villano Betna demasiado de cabrón y la manera, y la manera en que enseñan eh, por eso yo digo que Something's Creed de Children pues, eh, la van a hacer bien porque si yo y si ellos pudieron hacer esto, y la manera, oye, fue bien fuerte la manera en que Bernard cogía a sus víctimas y las mataba. Okay. Eso parece un fucking exorcismo. Yeah. Yeah. O sea, se le escuchaban los huesos, la forma en que los ojos como que se le viraban. O sea, está súper cabrón. Estoy loco porque ven el, el quinto season y Will es el que tiene el peinado bien feo, ¿verdad? Que el barbero no lo quiere. <risa> el peinado de Tom and Dumber. Ese cabrón siempre ha sido el malo. Sí. Never trust somebody with a bull haircut. Y ese triángulo amoroso que hay de que Will con, con este Mike. otro muchacho, con Mike y Levin, ahí es que se van a aprovechar, ¿sabes? porque Bernard no solo lo vivo, que estaba todo jodido, pero se fue. No estaba allí. Y ya se abrió entonces el portal de los, de los Four Gates y todo eso. Que para mí, o sea, para hacerlo más cabrón todavía, él tiene que ser el villano en la, en la quinta temporada. 
I, and I, I think, como dijo Arduin, is it was really crazy to see how Vector was killing his villains. But I think it felt so different when you saw him doing it to strangers, basically characters that you didn't know, versus when he was doing it to Max. Like when, like when that first crack, I was like, "Oh my fucking!" Oh, there's no turning back. I was, I was upset. I was like, "Why didn't you let her survive then? If you're gonna do this shit to her, I, what the I, fuck? I was like, I was like, "Why? Why did you make us go through that? If you would, you would have just killed her right there." Bro, the, when those bones started cracking, Carol said, "There's a character that you know, and that." My this season you've learned to love. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. That, that, that's why they did it too. Because uh-huh. they were like, they gave you the false sense of hope of like we won't touch her because we've already put her in that position. Uh-huh. We won't put her in that position. And when they started putting her in that position again, you're like, she's gonna be fine. She'll fucking listen to another Kate Bush song and yeah, she'll no, get the fuck exactly out of there. What I thought I was, oh, I was shit. like, they'll just hit next on the tape and we'll hear another one. <laughs> I, I thought it was gonna get real cheesy. I thought it was gonna get real cheesy. I'm like, oh, it's broken. He's gonna have to start singing the song. She only got two left. She only got two left. What's going on? Oh my god. How about you, Sally? Pues, mano, obviamente, yo me lo comí de principio a, de principio a fin. Estaba aterrizando un montón de cosas. Un, muchas de ellas eran culpa mía, pues, por la influencia de D&D. Pero, mano, me cayó falta. Me hizo recordar tantos, tantas cosas que me gustan de los 80, especialmente todas las películas que a mí me encantan de esa época. Freddy Krueger, obviamente, volumen 1, volumen 2. Eh, ellos hicieron un boiler room, más, más o menos igual. Eh, the thing about Vecna... Eh, obvio, I fucking love that character. Eh, Campbell, I forgot his uh, his first name, pero Campbell, eh, la actor casa de Vecna se la comió full. Yo también escuché cuando él estaba haciendo el voiceover, como él estaba haciendo la voz yeah. y yeah, mano. So, well. eh, eso estaba brutal porque se le veía como que el, el la actuación de villano que le metió, de, o sea, le, dedicación full yeah. sí. y, y se sintió tan de, ¿Cómo sería? Este, tan frightening. Cuando tú nada más lo estás escuchando en el, en el voice booth. Mm-hmm. Ah, me encantó, de verdad. Um, eh, pues tenemos a Eddie, maldita sea. O sea otro personaje más que nos encariñamos con él y nos los matan. De Rest in peace, Barb. Bob. Billy. <ríe> no, Billy no tanto. Este, eh, Alexi. Alexi. Alexi, pues ahora, ahora Eri, pero él, él fue el mejor que te, el que mejor tuvo un arco en cuestión de todos esos personajes que nos dan, nos encariñamos y los matan. Es el mejor que tiene un arco. Este, obviamente, Master of Puppets, por favor. La gente que se está quejando porque es Master of Puppets. No sé, mano. Hablen yo con Santa Cana. Claro. Hablen no, con Santa a... Cana porque él te va a decir lo que él va a hacer. Te, él quiere yo que te tú voy a hablar claro. Yo te voy a hablar claro. A mí, I love Metallica and I think it's a great song. I felt like it was easy, like sí. an easy song to put in that thing. Like I would have expected something out of left field. You could put that song anywhere and it makes it an epic ass moment. So I thought that sí. song era como que un chiriring. No quiero decir mainstream because Metallica, like they're way bigger now. You know, I mean, they're like, they're more known amongst like people who don't even listen to sí. rock. That people yeah, know who exacto, Metallica exacto. is. You know Pero what I mean? Yo so, creo que... ah, dale, dale. so like to pick that song, I felt like, coño, it's a little bit too easy. I would have like preferred to hear something else a little bit. I don't know, like Iron Maiden, like Orengo had said, sí. or, I, I or something, something a little bit left field. Pero it sí. still fucking works. 
that shit still slaps hard in oh, that segment. Full. It works full. like it works perfectly. Pero esa es la cuestión, sabe como que qué canción qué canción más grande en 1986 que Master of Puppets. Ese para ese es el problema porque la, la, la canción y la banda han, han pasado a un estatus tan legendario que te va a sentir como que, ok, that's a cop out. Pero al mismo tiempo, hay que, eh, like, o sea, lo estamos apreciando porque, coño, esa canción, like, that one, la que hizo they, que... They could have used, like, Raining Blood by Slayer. That shit would have been crazy. Sí. That shit would have been insane, like... Lo único malo es que ellos están en marzo de 1986. Esa canción salió en agosto, en septiembre del 86. Ese fue el problema. Aunque ellos, como yo estaba diciendo en uno de los chats de nosotros, este, que ellos se, se tiraron lo de Vecna. Vecna sí ha sido mencionado en libros anteriores de D&D, eh, bueno, por lo menos en primera edición, antes de que saliera para segunda edición, edición en 1990, por lo menos el módulo de lo que ellos se inspiraron, que se llama Vecna Lives. Ese es el único como que disparate que hicieron porque... Pues ellos le llaman al personaje de Vecna, pero ellos se supone que no sepan nada de Vecna. O sea, y tampoco se supone que sepan mucho sobre Cause. Mucho menos sobre Cause. Porque el punto de todo esto es que Cause, Vecna lo creó. So, aquí donde viene la teoría con Eddie. Eh, Vecna creó a Cause. Cause es un vampiro y tiene una espada súper especial que es bien distintiva en todas las ediciones de D&D. Y Cause turns on Vecna and he kills Vecna with his sword. So, la teoría con Eri es que Eri va a ser Cause. So, ya se pueden imaginar todas las cosas que, pues, la gente está hablando y teorizando, whatever. Pero, again, la serie, pues, me coge por la nostalgia. Eh, me encantó eso de que volvieron a la decisión 1. Si ustedes se dan cuenta, esto es una réplica casi completa de decisión 1, donde ellos dividen a los nenes por grupo con... Eh, y también dividen este a los a los adultos en otra sección pero sin embargo todos tienen un, un interés en común todos tienen un interés en común y tú ves el desarrollo de cómo esos intereses aunque estén en sitios separados incluyendo en, en Rusia cómo todo eso hace eh, llega al momento indicado porque eso es lo que uno, uno como que no se puede creer como que diablo todo esto está pasando a la vez y cómo ellos van a saber o se van a encontrar lo y cómo van a bregar, básicamente. Pero yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Obviamente me la comí de eh, principio a fin. La canción, pues, estuvo bien cabrona. O, ojalá hubiese sido Iron Maiden, de verdad. Eh, hubiese preferido eso. O que dijeran, fuck it, vamos a usar Raining Blood. Eh, vamos a decir que, ah, maybe en, en, en marzo yo estaban testeando la canción para promocionarla o whatever, you know. <ríe> Por decir yeah. algo, ¿verdad? Pero... And I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That that last that that ending, not the ending ending, but the part where everybody gets reunited again. Oh yeah, man, that, that shit hit me. That 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 part where Will, where not Will, where Mike sees Hopper and Hopper is like, you got bigger, and he's like, you got uh, what do you say, you shrunk, you got smaller. That little but, interaction between uh -huh. them, I was but, like, fuck yo, that shit for me, that shit worked. All, all like, came back together, that shit worked. Eleven, eleven with the dad. <laughs> Hello, that yeah. one like. As she said, I kept the door open a certain amount. I was like, three inches. But if I, <laughs> you got that straight, that door better be three inches. <laughs> yeah. Man, did y'all did y'all happen to see that video explaining that blue wristband that she has? 
Ah, va hace tiempo. Eso no. fue cuando ella se fue al, al dance. Ok, tú sabes que Hopper tenía una hija, ¿verdad? Pues uh -huh. esa hija, ella tenía uh -huh. pigtails y el, 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 los pigtails estaban este, amarrados yeah. con una gomita azul. ¿Qué pasa? Cuando a la nena le da cáncer por, por lo del Agent Orange que explicó Hopper, a la nena le da cáncer, él tiene, el, o sea, la nena está calva, y él tiene el ribbon azul en la mano, toda la puta serie, y entonces en Season 2, cuando Eleven se va para el dance eh, con Mike, hace date, a lo último, él le... Oh, ese, si son uno, si son dos. Eh, si son dos, si son dos, porque entró Max. So, él le da el ribbon a Eleven. Ok. And, Ele and Eleven is wearing it right now. Like, it's been this thing that's been in the series sí. since the very beginning, and they've never really explained. I saw it because somebody else was like, yeah, if you no. see that in principio, he has, he just happens to have this blue wristband that he's always wearing, but they never really talk about it. They never explained that it belonged to his daughter, and that was like, wow, you know, like... But it Exacto, pero eso, pero eso es algo que visualmente tú vas conectando, porque tú ves que la nena tiene el ribbon, ves que él lo tiene cuando la nena pasa en el cáncer. Edwin, no te pierdas, no te pierdas. Ah, no, 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 este, si tú eres crossover de D&D y, y has jugado eh, este, este juego, la, la, la parte que mencioné en la cual todo el mundo como que está perdiendo, sí. es prácticamente como si tú estuvieses jugando D&D y sacaron un 20 en los dados. Yep. ¿Entiendes? Y como Everybody. que todo, todo estaba conectado al principio y porque algo salió mal, todo salió mal. Uh -huh. O sea, está, está super nice. Yeah. Sí, es que está cabrón eh, todos los nods a que esto es un D&D campaign, pues se la doy ¿sabes? se la doy porque realmente se está sintiendo así y me gusta que se sienta así, lo malo es que obviamente ellos tienen que hacer referencia a otras cosas de los 80 sí. y no todo puede ser D&D so, hay muchas cosas que van a cambiar como el, ya sabemos que la espada era el actual prop de, de Conan, la película Conan, The Barbarian uh -huh. so, ya sabemos eso y obviamente todo el mundo lo estaba tratando como algo de D&D porque es el es más que obvio. Right, how about you, Orengo? Still about the show, pa. Yo, okay, so, yo pues, vi la serie súper tarde, no como ustedes que la estaban viendo on time, so yo basically aproveché la semana pasada y lo vi completo. Eh, el season five nunca... No, 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 yo he visto, yo he visto los primeros tres seasons, lo que pasa es que ese último, pues, hay, you know, movie, yeah. so, no tenía que abrir pero nada, pude aprovechar. So, I saw everything, even the, the, you know, the ending, y lo que, el tease para el próximo season. So, yeah, I love, este, este season quedó cabrón, because I was very disappointed, like a lot of people, I was very disappointed con season 3, mainly por, por el antagonista, el, 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 el mano de Max, like, that guy was just fucking, it was a, he was a drag and a half, and I couldn't deal with him. Yeah, este, really. Ajá, y a lot of the subplots que estaban en season 3 estaban interesantes, pero en otros que they were like very lacking, and it felt almost unfocused. So yo estaba un poquito dreading ver season 4, porque estaba como que, ah, I hope en verdad que no, que no vuelvan con ese mismo flow. Pero the way it starts, el season, con el, el flashback del massacre in the laboratory, 
y se ve el Little Eleven como que deepfake. Yo dije, ok, aquí, aquí, they up their ante bien, cabrón. And I really liked, I, I mean, de tantas cosas que me gustó el Hoyo Season, I liked esa mierda que hicieron con ella. The fact that they actually deepfaked her y pusieron una nena chiquita, haciendo de ella, pero they didn't use that all the time, porque obviamente iba a ser bien complicado. So they selectively used it cuando era necesario for an emotional beat or something. Quedó cabrón. El reveal de este fucking tipo being one, yo me cogió bien desprevenido because I was so like, it was such a false sense of security de este tipo, como que being so nice to her, you como que, no, he's just, he's just a little guy, he just wants yeah. to help her. You know, yo, yo <laughs> no, same. like, if the last thing I was expecting que este cabrón iba a ser one, yo, porque de verdad que no, como no era algo que estaba tan set up para yo rápido coger el hint, yo estaba como que cogiendo la face value, okay, oh, it's just a nice guy, just wants to help her, y para el carajo, qué sé yo, y a la vez pues se tostió, porque everyone was bullying her, cool, cuando sale que el tipo es Vecna, y vas a hacer ese fucking crica, yo como que my mind fucking blew wide open, yo quedé como que, wow, then I was dreading, porque decía, Ah, y si me matan a este fucking cabrón, then what the fuck was the point of this being the beginning of the end, pero cuando el bicho se escapa, I'm like, Oh, so you guys had a plan, or at least it seems like you do have a plan now. ¿Me entienden? Now everything seems to hone in. Y todo tiene un propósito. Y como ustedes dijeron, like, little small details como el blue wristband, now everything is kind of like closing in together and everything's starting to like be coherent. Y todo tiene un propósito. Este, obviamente, pues la secuencia de Max corriendo, creo que fue en episodio 4, que sí. dije, puta, it was really cool. Eh, I already mentioned it on Twitter and shit, la cuestión de, de lo de Eddie, porque como que cuando salió Eddie, Eddie obviously is my fucking favorite character, because obvious fucking reasons. Yeah. Pues yeah. ese chavago was really, really, he did a really good fucking performance, and me la quedó super nice. And I, I debated this shit, yo estoy como Sally, this man was supposed to be fucking tocando, running into the hills, or Number of the Beast, Sí. O Power Slayer. Hay un millón de canciones. Raining Blood by Slayer. También, también. Why not? Pero yo, yo preferencia era de, de Iron, Iron Maiden porque, first of all, super cassette. Second of all, he's fucking called Eddie. O sea, Jesus fucking Christ. He even looks like the fucking mascot de Iron Maiden. So yeah, es como exactly. que, it's the very, like, yo pensé como que, okay, esto es un build up porque este cabrón va a dar un paso de Iron Maiden. Fine. Yo compro que Master of Puppets porque within what the context of the scene, it works. It's, about addiction, it's about controlling. Vecna hace eso, cool. Yo me la como. That's not a problem. Este, el CGI está on points. El CGI está en cabrón. Los performances de todos ellos están cabrones. That fucking scene, la de fucking Will, when he's talking to... Ay, este, maldita sea. Right? Sí. That scene was very fucking sad. Y el, y el subtext en la cual le está hablando una cosa, pero realmente está refiriendo de otra, was really, really tragic, y ver a ese nene fucking muriéndose en lágrimas, was fucking sad. Este, y después de tener heart to heart con el hermano, diciendo como que, mira, like, no matter what, I accept you. And that's enough. I called, I called my little brother after watching that shit. For real? Fuck, sí, que. I was plegado viendo that fucking segment. Right? I called my little, I sent my brother a text message, I was like, bro, no matter what happens in our lifetime, <laughs> I'm always going to be your brother. I love you to death. 
Like I sent a message. Oh my god, that scene hit so hard with me. I don't know what it was. It just like me choco. Because it's a really good scene. I don't have yeah. brothers or sisters, and that shit made me cry. And but like, how impoderoso. You like, could have called one of us, Orengo. We would have given you a hug. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> este, en verdad, y una cosa que toqué apreciar mucho este season. I mean, ya, 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 el tercer season está pasando, but these kids are really good at acting. Like, they've gone so good. Like, Millie Bobby Brown está llorando literally every other scene. Esa mujer can cry on command. Y le queda cabrón. And all these other kids, este, les quedan bien los performances. Max también. Like, her whole oh, struggle. Está bien fuerte cuando ya tiene el pequeño, el pequeño scene with her in the, in the graveyard con Billy. Está, even though I fucking hate Billy, I empathize with her and I feel for her pain. Y se siente real, y se siente de verdad. It's actually very earnest. No es como que hoking ni nada. Like it's, there's very good dramatic scenes in this fucking show. Y quedaron bien cabrones. Yeah, Wolfhard, Wolfhard, though, felt like he was mailing some shit in. I agree, pero también well, es que I'm no, like, no era tan emotionally demanding. Pero es que no había tanto, yeah. tanto para él en este season. Maybe the next one, maybe there's something bigger afoot. Pero realmente there, there, was wasn't, there wasn't anything emotionally demanding de parte de él. So, that scene, bro, at the end with Dustin and Eddie's uncle. Oh my Ay, god, but that, thank you. That's another real good scene. Sea. That kid, bro, not playing. I did not. I did not see that coming from Dustin, son. See, por eso te digo, all of them brought their A game. Bueno, right, most of them, most of them brought their A game. Bien cabrón con sus performances en Belacaron. Bien cabrones. Oh, no, Edward. Sí, te escuchando, te escuchando. I'm sorry. No, 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 Claro, no es que no es que la conversación esté aburrida, no es que lo que tú estás diciendo. No, no, yo sé, yo sé. Lo que pasa es que yo trabajo a madrugada y yo estoy despierto desde o sea, ya voy casi para 24 horas despierto. So. No, no, tranqui, tranqui, está ahí, está ahí. Este cabrón Estoy confiado para el próximo season, for sure. Este, el, el setup para lo próximo que viene está cabrón. Eh, damn, I was gonna I was gonna say something that I there was a little tip that I wanted to mention on the show. No me acuerdo. That you didn't like, that you didn't like her. Maybe, maybe yo creo que era que I didn't like, pero realmente no, I'm trying to, let me, let me see if I can quickly remember. Ah, okay, I have a theory, and I, I, I think I've mentioned this before, pero dije en el movie, guys, lo voy a decir rápido. I really believe, y lo dije jodiendo sin haber visto el season, but now I really believe this shit. This, this thing is gonna end up being just a fucking dream sequence where they're just doing a campaign. Esto fue un campaign. Like, this is straight sí. up a campaign, right? Right? No, like, sí. for real. Like, no. It's a, no. no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't okay. think so because the because of the confirmation of like the spin-offs that there have been on the internet. But those spin-offs don't have to do with the actual main storyline. It's another thing. But what are you talking about? If it's a continuation or a spin-off of the show, what, no, somebody it's a else has a campaign? No, it's within the world. It's within the world. But they were specific about saying that this will not be a spin-off like the Dustin, ni the Eleven, ni nada así. Like they want to just like forego okay. all these characters and do something completely new within the world. Okay, I but... Guess. But it would have to be around the element of the supernatural and monsters and the upside down with different characters. The FBI got you covered. Ellos experimentaron hasta la hasta la abuela de ellos. So don't worry about it. Okay, but maybe. So, ¿tú crees que entonces no esto no es un D and D campaign at the end? That'd be so dope. 
O por lo menos que terminen con ellos jugando como, como pues, casi adults y en la universidad y están por aquí. Es cool. I think I think you'll get a time jump and they'll do the, what they did in Back to the Future. And here are my experiences in a book called, you know, Us Friends Together Fight the Dragons. And you see, get like see, a, so they only chapter two. I, I can see that happening. Yeah, I can see that. Or you get or you get a D and D module, right? That's what they call them, modules. Yes. They got their own module. Cuando están en el upside down, they're basically, they're basically D&D characters. Y con lo que, lo que Sally dijo de que, de que Eddie basically was doing one of the characters, yep. specifically Eddie, este, es como que I think que, I mean, yo entiendo que también esto es por referencias y mierda, pero it really feels like, yo sé que no lo van a hacer porque hacer un cop-out y se, y se sentiría como mierda que tú hayas visto cinco seasons para que tú sepas que todo fue esencialmente un sueño. Pero de que hagan como que un epilogue donde terminan jugando básicamente su aventura de la serie en un D&D campaign, I can see that being like a little throwaway thing that they do as a C. Ay, ojalá. It'd be kind of cool. So, yeah. watch him go. Uh, I thought it was cool. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, those last segments where, yes, they were playing that song and everybody was kind of like rallying. That shit was nerve-wracking as shit. I did not expect Max to uh, to get snapped like a fucking twig. Yeah. Um, <laughs> este, I didn't expect Mr. Satanic Panic to get literally bursted in the middle, like in half. Me cago en la madre ese cabrón. I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened. I'm like, he got the best death out of the most deserved death out of all of them. Um, uh, there was a point in the in the in the episode where I was like, holy fucking shit! Like, I feel like the the I feel like the directors knew that people were gonna be like, you know, oh sad. There was gonna be a point in this where like. People were gonna be like, "Oh, who's gonna die? Who's gonna die? Who's gonna die?" And they literally made the scenes, like, "Oh, we don't know who is it gonna be." Like, it was a random. It felt like it was being shuffled. Like, oh, they yeah. dust. Um, not Dustin. Uh, what's his name? The um, Max's boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, Lucas. 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 At one point, I was like, "Yo, Lucas is gonna take a dirt nap." I was like, "Lucas yeah. is gonna die," and I didn't see this coming. I was like, "This is gonna suck if they kill Lucas." I'm like, "Yo, I'm not down." At one point, I felt comfortable with Steve. I was like, oh, Steve is in the safe, yo. Nobody's such a Steve. Great. Let's keep him there. I was like, there's no way. Steve isn't even in fucking danger right now. There's no way he gets choked out. That's not going to be his death. So he's good. He's, yeah. he's in the same place being strangled. Yeah. Like, he's at <laughs> or whatever. Um, But when it was with Lucas, when it was with Eddie, that obviously he took the fucking, he took the die for everybody. As soon as he um, cut that rope, I was like, Yeah, that that scene worked really well when he when he stops and you know he's gonna do the heroic thing of like making sure that you know this this guy's okay and, and bro, I was like I, 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 I said I was like motherfucker here we go. But yeah. um yeah, dude, I enjoyed the ride. Like it, it was it was amazing. Um, I have questions though because that's what I do. I ask questions. Question number one. No. Do you uh -huh. think? Do you think it was really necessary to have them be three hours and two hours? Viéndolo todo, I think it's fine porque todo se desarrollaba y nunca yo yo me chupé las dos horas y pico desde una sentada. I actually didn't feel como que que tenía que pararlo o que como que ah this could have been a good place to cut it. Como que honestamente. Maybe, maybe por el creeping split in three episodes y dejar los últimos 45 minutos como en un epílogo aparte. Maybe, oh, okay. como mucho, como mucho. Pero it actually worked. And it surprised me, sí. porque yo estaba diciendo, nah, esto no va a funcionar, esta mierda de hacer una hora y media, después dos horas y media, es fucking absurd, es an episode. Pero it actually, it actually worked, completamente. Ok. 
right. And the second question is, I don't understand the thing with the mind flayer and Vecna. I really don't get it. I don't. I don't know. Then, like, what? What? Who? I mean, you saw uh, the, the 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 mind flayer. Is he the big bad, or is that like is that an entity, or, or the mind flayer that... gave him powers? No, gave him. Lo que, okay. lo que están confundiendo es que te acuerdas que en Rusia estaba lo mismo. The dark energy. Ese dark energy es lo que se le mete. Es lo que tienen los demodogs, los demogorgons. Every creature from the upside down. Ese, ese energy, por eso era que estaban eh, como si fuese like, en, like, eh, conservándolo. Y era porque no tenían esa energía adentro. Esa energía parece que los rusos buscaron una manera de cómo sacárselo. Porque después de eso, eh, ellos, um, Hopper había peleado con uno de los, de los Demogorgons. Entonces, el otro que estaba allá adentro, con otros Demodogs y whatnot, se suponía que... que You know. Pero, pero, uh-huh. pero en la gran jerarquía de quién carajo es el más que mea. Esa es la jodienda porque este, te hacen pensar que esa energía estaba en el upside down y Vecna la está manipulando. Ese es el problema. No te están diciendo si es como dijo Dustin que es que Vecna es el five star lieutenant. Es lo que no están explicando. I still don't understand if the mist that he saw. Was Por like, eso. That's that's the actual villain in this whole story, eh, and it just so happens that that you know the number one had powers enough to control it, and he's using it, or it's backwards. I don't know if that mist según, is what's giving Vecna all his big ass bad powers. You know what I mean? Por eso, según lo que dice Eleven, it has always been you. Es que Vecna era el mind flayer. Eso es lo que yo creo que es lo que dijeron, pero super subtle. Nadie explicó más nada, solamente que Eleven dijo, ah, it was, it was you, it was always you. Sea eso. I would appreciate it, porque si llega a ver otro villano por encima de Vecna, I'm going to get pissed. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. I, what I understood was Vecna got there, the Mind Flayer was there, but without any intent, without any intention of invading anything. And Vecna just, I guess, used those particles to try to attack you know, the fucking regular world. I, I think he uses the Mind Flayer's power. I don't think the Mind Flayer has any intention in invading Earth. Everything looks very personal from how Vecna was explaining that it was him that don't principio trying to crack open the, the world. I guess that he was just using the Mind Flayer. Or well, using his powers. Hay que ver por qué entonces es eso, porque si nos vamos en métodos de D&D y hasta ahora ellos han hecho bastante buen uso de, de eso, eh, em, está bien heavy tratar de explicarlo y estoy hablando y lo estoy diciendo yo que to me I would have I would have thought that that big entity was the big bad because at the end of the day these characters are still human por eso o sea, estamos I mean? hablando so, estamos pero estamos hablando que es una entidad o sea, estamos hablando okay mind flayers mind flayers lo que ellos tienen son un Elden Brain que eh, un Elden Brain básicamente es un Mind Flayer que llegó como si fuese Godlyhood. Después que muere, pues se convierte en un Elden Brain y whatnot. Y, o sea, transi- el punto es que los Mind Flayers transcienden. Pero Vecna, is, he became godlike, he became a lich, he became something that is almost impossible to kill. ¿Entiendes? Que si nos dejamos llevar de eso, es como que damn. Va a estar fuerte la cosa y, y no sé cómo es que lo van a bregar. 
Like, para mí va a ser un misterio totalmente porque, again, they are taking their own approach. Y a mí me, yo siempre he estado teorizando, maybe somebody else. Y dijeron Five Star Lieutenant, maybe somebody else. Pero entonces Eleven dice, no, it has always been you. Pero al mismo tiempo es como que, ajá, pero who has the higher power? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, the mind fair has the higher power, but it felt like he was just using that how they show the particles going into his arm. He looks <clears throat> he looks like he's just using the mind flare or the power that he was able to take from the mind flare to attack. That, that's, that's how my I point then. So but that's my point then, so that he's not the big bad. I think Vecna is the big bad. But anyway. Yo también pienso que es the big bad. Lo único que puede están metiendo tres cosas por el medio. That's what I think. Para, para mí es capaz que están metiendo tres cosas por el medio y algo más va a pasar. All right, all right. End so, of conversation. Now, yeah, um, now, now that's something. Kind of, wow. I have a question. I was watching Stranger Things, and Brett oh, Gelman's Brett Gelman's character just did martial arts, and then the show decided to throw in a gong after he does martial arts. It, am I crazy or did this actually just happen? Yes, it happened. It happened. That is really fucked up, dude. And he said, Kung Pao, you know? <laughs> I am, I'm like legitimately embarrassed okay. for the Duffer brothers. Over That's. Did they direct that episode? You have to check if they directed it. No, somebody else did Biddle. They're the showrunners. So this, this all, like, I'm assuming the showrunners deal with score and shit like that. Hey, okay, okay. hey, 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 it was the 80s. Racism didn't ex exist back then. Don't worry about it. You know, I was, <laughs> I was so tempted to tweet. Like, it's so nice to Stranger Things. To no, no, back. you're emotional. You don't, you don't tweet. You don't tweet under emotion. All right. I know. That's why I said right. I don't. I don't. But I, was, I wanted to say it, it's really nice that Stranger Things decided to bring back racism against Asians in movies. That's real. <laughs> real nostalgic. I'm, I'm blown away. They've never had. Wow. That is. I mean, PTA did it last year. You know, it's like tradition. Someone else has to take up the gauntlet of like race support. You support Cobra Kai, which is vulture, you know, culture vulturing a, a Caucasian <laughs> male taking over a Chinese or uh, 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 me. You know, Marshall, yes, you. I yes. literally have never seen a single episode of Bro, Cobra Kai. you have the bandana right behind you in the frame. What are you talking about? Now I'm fucking with you. Look at him. He said, oh, shit, I have that out of public. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, all right. Now we're on the subject you want to talk about, Jordan. So Yeah, we're going we're gonna to move into Jordan's pick of the week. Which watch RR. Before we go in, we're gonna have a small video clip to continue with us getting banned from YouTube. I've had enough of this nonsense. YouTube out. No, Jake. I've had enough of your bullying. Oh, oh, hey, no. Go. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Step up. I was like, Jesus Christ, look at the fucking guy, yo. I was so fucking high watching that shit. And it was like, there was too much shit happening. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This, this motherfucker was breaking it down. They had the black guy with the fucking drums. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this fucking <laughs> show, in this movie, yo? Bro, 
That movie was such a trip. I only got halfway into it. I got about literally almost an hour and 30 minutes into it. What happened? What was the last thing you saw? The last thing I saw was the the one that's a cop was beating the shit out of the brother and he and he gets bit by a snake. Okay. Oh my all god. Right. All right. All right. All right. That's all right. the last thing I saw. That fucking movie is insane. Cabrón, that movie's go- that movie goes places. Let me tell that you. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that Jordan recommended that shit because when I started watching it, I'm like, I literally told him, I need some fucking context here. There's no way. There's no way these are just two random human beings. The way they're but portraying them. But this is either based on some sort of folklore, but you or can't this look is... at it because it's a spoiler alert. <laughs> I was like, this is either based on some weird folklore. Or some urban myth, or this is an exaggeration of a historical figure. And lo and behold, they're two they're two revolutionaries from their culture. Bro, that shit. The scene, the scene with the the, the opposite so scene. fucking crazy. Like this, I've never seen a Bollywood movie. So I literally didn't know what to expect coming into Cabron, this. This is this is this is the and I know I know I know Santa Gana's gonna get pissed off when I say this. Cabron, this is like the I want to say, like, I don't want to say this is their Iron Man, but this is, like, a highest of highest budget. Yep. It's the biggest Bollywood movies. Like, this, I was looking it's, at the numbers. This is, like, a $75 million production. It's that budget. was so fucking crazy, the shit that was happening in this fucking movie. Like, not just the stunts. Like, the 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 for me, what was such, like, a crazy tonal shift. Like, they're doing it, and all of a sudden, they all just start going into song. In that that scene in particular, the 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 segue but, is is believable because they're at a party, you know what I'm saying? Like that they're at a party. So fucking funny when I'm seeing this fucking white guy push this guy down. He was like, Yeah, son, y'all I'm over here. You think you think you can hang with us? Do you know flamenco? I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got so tough. Do you know? Salsa? I was like, what the fuck? This thing, it, it felt like watching uh it felt like watching fucking what Jess. I was like, this guy's breaking it down, talking about he's better flamenco dancing. The what had me dead. What had me I don't know the name of the characters. I already forgot the name, so I'm not even gonna try, I'm not gonna try to mix it up. But the one that would look scruffy, I don't know if that's a true Indian thing, but for me, like when like when he didn't know to say no or yes, so he just <laughs> that shit was so fucking when, funny. With her name, what he did with her name, bro. Don't call was, me like, Jenny. Her, her, name her name is. is don't my call name me Jenny. It's not Madam. You can call me Jenny. <laughs> Motherfucker just shaking his head, yo, bro. So the like, you could tell everything was super excited out. And again, it was like something I've never seen a Bollywood movie. So I don't know if this is just the normal thing that happens. Motherfucker jumped over a cage and literally went Leonidas and fought like fucking. 200 people like on just yo fuck John Wick, bro. This motherfucker went into a a crowd of 200 people Coming and fucked everybody up. I he like, went into a crowd of, of over like 200 people to go and arrest one man and bring him back because he, he was beat po- them all up because he was pointed he out by the, the the British military like arrest that man. I was like, what the fuck. Let me well, tell you though, the movie goes places though. Like as far as I'm in, because it's three hours long. Um, as far as I'm in, there's some scenes that are like pretty heartfelt too. There's oh. a scene you yeah. haven't seen the the you haven't seen. There's not. I, I, and if that's what Jordan is referring to as a twist, 
Um, I don't think that's a twist, but yo digo, pero yo digo what happens with Raju and Beam after what you texted me. You're talking about the betrayal or the fact that he gets his life saved by him and then he still comes back and he's dominated by the British by the British forces. I don't know like, what the fuck you're talking more? about, bro. There's more. There's another twist that, that's really okay. big, heavy twist. Don't, don't, don't say shit. I want to be finished with this. I'm going to see that shit. There was, there was one segment where I was like, I feel like I'm, I, this is like losing me. Like I'm not, I'm not really into this part where it was like the, it was like the training montage of them being together, like getting to be friends. I was I like, that that's, it, that's your toxic masculinity. No, topic. no, because no, because, because when they did the dancing segment, I thought that shit was awesome. Bro, and then they shit. do another segment. No, they do another segment. The whipping scene, Jordan incredible the that whipping scene was, was good incredible. like like yo i like literally i was like wow this scene is fucking powerful i was waiting for some rossi balboa apollo just mm -hmm. running to the beach start hugging each other and Bro, shit they're high five up, underwater off the high five from the bridge <laughs> i was like yeah son but, um, <laughs> i love the lyric that go because they keep playing it again in the movie that's something along the lines of what a um what is something uh, because like what a misfortunate amount of events that has culminated in this friendship. I would just says it over and over again throughout the movie. The fucking song about the friendship. I was reading the subtitle. I, I was fucking dying. That was my favorite song. That, that's a question I have also genuinely. Are though how do we know those subtitles are done correctly? Because it's on Netflix. Netflix has um, a bad habit of butchering the fucking shit out of subtitles. Well, Netflix Netflix has a very very large array of Bollywood and Tollywood movies. So I would suspect that they wouldn't butcher it, especially since oh. the like this is the Hindu. What we watched isn't even the the original version. We watched the Hindu version, uh, which is it's all dubbed over. No wonder, yo. I was like, it feels like I I, I feel like I'm supposed to be seeing the match of them talking. Yeah, no, like, nobody is speaking the language. The speak. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, watching a spaghetti it. western. No wonder, bro. I was like, that shit seems weird. I would expect it with the English fucking actors, but I was like, something seems fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have the original one on Netflix, but no, those are the lyrics because I, I was talking to somebody who watches, who, who's Indian, and, and, and I was talking about that particular lyric and how much I liked it, and yeah. Bro, so that that's shit what having when, when they was like, these fucking white people. I'm, I'm literally looking and it says in the subtitles these white guys and i was like that shit like the way the way they were singing it it sounded like so classic so like cla like real female music and then the subtitles like these fucking white people taking over everybody i was like what the <laughs> fuck is going on yo this motherfucker on a mustang on a fucking horse and this other fucking guy on a motorcycle racing, racing. each other and the fucking music is like you've never seen a friendship like this. Two man. guys opposite sides. I was like, what the fuck? I wanted, I it? wanted to go. I always dreamt about going to England or the Brain or whatever. You know what I mean? And and after watching this and Kamala Khan back to back, I I don't want to go there anymore. Like I just, if I go there, I want to spit in their face and then come fuck back. These ships, motherfuckers. I want to get in the airport, find the first fucking English person I find. That's what you get for everything you guys have done. I'm out of here. I want to start working out and then go shirtless and fight time like Beam did. That's my name. My who? Like, like Beam. Behem. How, how do you say his name? It's, it's, in, it's in subtitles. I don't know that how they motherfucker, yo, Both of those motherfuckers were fucking ripped, dude. Come on, that, ripped. Was, I, that was another thing I was watching. I was watching. I was like, these motherfuckers must be like the Tom Cruise. And, they are. They're huge. And like. Ryan Gosling of their culture because nah, they, oh, they look like, like 
I've never <laughs> seen. I've, I've, cabron, I've never seen somebody that had like, yo, cabron, this fucking guy looked like a Schwarzenegger, you know, eighties fucking rip action star, and at the same time, this motherfucker's Fred Astaire. This motherfucker yeah. is like, he's the moves move like he's a Marian in this bitch. I was like, what the fuck is going on, yo? If, if you will allow me to, I, I'm going to ruin it a little bit for you. A lot of the muscles are CGI. Um, Bollywood the, movie do get that a the lot. Fuck out of here, yo. So, so the. His abdomens, his abdomens, one of the, the hairy guy, yes, the one with the, the fro, his yellow. abdomens, there's shots where you can see where it's like painted on. But Bollywood films have, by and large, it still worked. Fuck that shit. Yo, it still worked. This motherfucker was fighting Dude, the tiger. I was like, this is like Captain America when he was fucking halando the fucking helicopter. This motherfucker was like, I was like, yo. Oh, that ain't done. Guy. That ain't done, son. There's a scene where a tiger gets punched in the fucking face. Bro. Yes. There's a scene <laughs> where he goes running and he's like, Backs him right in his face. It keeps walking like nothing ever happened. There's a dude. This movie is great. But una cosa que, que you wouldn't expect, since we haven't seen so many of their films, pero, pero Bollywood, by and large, has some really, really, really incredible VFX work. And they actually sometimes do more work than the people over here do So it's, uh, because they're shot differently. So, for example, sometimes there's one film where they... um. They changed his face entirely, but they didn't have any tracking dots on him. Wow. So that's an insane amount of work. And people that's can't in the movie? Tell. No, no, it's in a different, it's it's in a different movie. How did you feel about the tiger? Did the tiger work for you, or was it too... I think I think that the, the issue is that the tiger was in a brightly lit area. Uh, okay, so when you yeah. do CGI outside, it's always... Oh, not always, but it's going to look seen, like... I've seen worse. I've seen worse. Like, like yo, the tiger in the Idris Elba movie doesn't look... Half as good as the tiger in this fucking movie. Like the most, that movie looks so nineties. It, it's like it looks like a straight to VHS nineties movie. Mm-hmm. Now that Idris. All right, sorry. All, right. All right, so before we leave, Edward. Hey, Edward and Lorengo uh, got to see Thor. Real, real quick. Give me, a, give me a. Little, is the embargo lifted? So ustedes pueden hablar de Thor. Sí, sí, you can. Sí, sí, sí. All right, so without choteando the ending, give me a little bit about, about Thor. Me lo choteas ahorita, Orengo. Yeah, tell okay. me too. I don't give a flying fuck about it. I already know everything. Orengo told me everything, so. Yeah. ¿Quién va a empezar? Edwin, go, go. Dale, Edwin, dale, tú. Primera, eh, yo desde que vi cómo iba Thor durante el MCU, Vi poco a poco ¿verdad? el desarrollo del personaje hasta el punto de Ragnarok, que ya lo vi como si fuera eh, un cover relief en donde quiera que tú lo pongas. Y yo pues lo acepté. Ahora con Thor Love and Thunder, eh, viendo el villano que es Gord the Butcher, pues yo dije, espérate, van a, esta gente va a adaptar para mí una de las mejores historias y de mis historias favoritas de Thor, que es ese arco donde Gord the Butcher quiere matar a todos los dioses. Pues vamos a ver cómo van a hacer esto. Cuando vi el avance pensé que este iba a tener sus tonalidades de comedia en una parte y en otra parte pues algo más serio. Eh, la película es entretenida, la película tú te sientas y te vas a entretener, te vas a reír, tienes un momento. Pero la vi que es, es extremadamente exagerada, de, de, llena de comedia. O sea, y ahí es donde llega como que el, el, el punto que daña todo lo que es eh, la historia principal el, la introducción de estos personajes como Jane Foster como Guard the, eh, the God Butcher este, tener tanta comedia excesivamente 
pues no te deja como que este, disfrutar el momento, pues está oh, otro sistema, y otro sistema, y otro sistema, y otro sistema. Yo entiendo que la película, posiblemente al que verdad este, vaya al cine de manera casual, la, le va a gustar. Eh, Marvel, <risa> say, you fucking normies. Eh, eh, es Marvel, <risa> es entretenida. Yo lo tengo que aceptar, lo tengo, me, reí, me reí en varias ocasiones. Pero al que sí, eh, pues es un lector de cómic y conoce toda esta historia, pues va a salir como yo, que salió bien molesto de allí, porque a pesar de que Christian Bell hizo un papel súper excepcional con este Gord de Godbuster, no era lo que yo esperaba. Y entonces venimos de ver un Thor en Infinity War y Endgame, bien OP, un, un Thor que ya se pega y se ¿verdad? asimila a lo que nosotros conocemos de los cómics, volverlo a bajar de esa manera, pues, peor aún. How about you, Orengo? Did, did, they, did, they, did they Venom Thor? Did they make him, like, dumb? Bueno, oh, aquí, wow. aquí yo, yo creo que le está, yo, yo creo que le está más dumber. Honestamente, I feel like he is a little bit What? dumber in this movie. What? No, time out. Time the fuck out. Wait a second. No, 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 no. Let's run that shit back. You didn't tell me that. You're uh, telling me, I, you're telling no, no, me no, this no. character is a uh -huh. bigger buffoon, a bigger moron than Eddie Brock in the Sony movies? Bueno, yo... Have yo, you seen part two? No, no he visto part two. So lo que yo voy a decir es, he does feel dumber than Ragnarok. I can give you that much. Hay momentos sí. donde él genuinamente tiene que tener dos neuronas en su cabeza. Yo me quedo como que, ¿en serio, cabrón? You, you were not you were not ready to be this idiotic like tú eres un buffoon pero tú eres como que un bro dude pero no eres un pleno idiota pero aquí como que hay un momento que, que actúa como un pleno idiota I will say this Edwin was nicer Edwin was nicer than how I'm gonna be <laughs> ah, no. oye oye yo y yo lo quise hacer por el hecho de que quiero que todo el mundo sufra y vaya a ver la película ahora sí ahora sí porque yo estaba como que el próximo viernes la ira de Dios se desata ok ok está bien, cool, cool. Bueno, pues yo voy el, yo voy el like también I mean, yo hice una reseña yo la posté qué sé yo mañana la posteo en Instagram también que me faltaba pero overall la película empezó cabrona y Edwin lo sabe empezó, empezó cabrona 15 20 minutos están súper cabrones de esa empezó película. bien cabrón de yo me quedé como que wow Taika te vas a tirar por esta tangente cool pero después pasan unas cosas yo, yo no duré tanto yo, yo aprecié los primeros como 5 minutos cuando pasó algo que yo empecé a ver como que ah este tipo está como que está comprimiendo mucho character development en par de líneas Solamente para llegar al próximo punto. Entonces, aquí yo me estoy poniendo a pensar, porque ya, ya es algo que lo vi, como estoy viendo Back to Back, y lo sentí con Doctor Strange. Yo no sé si esto es que Kevin Feige está diciendo, hecho mi gente, estas películas van a durar dos horas, no jodan, ya esto mierda de hacer dos horas y media, para el carajo, usted va a hacer películas de dos horas, y cuidado que menos de dos horas. Y yo creo que eso está metiéndose mucho en la trama, porque, y Edwin sabe, los segmentos, por ejemplo, de Guardians of the Galaxy, son bien cortos y son bien rush al punto de que las cosas que hasta, hasta que viste en el trailer no las ves en la película. So, a mí, para mí que había más, había más desarrollo en Guardians, había más desarrollo de los Jane Foster, había más desarrollo de Thor, hasta de Gore, que picotearon mucho, 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 donde tú tienes lo más mínimo y lo más básico para que la historia coja. Y aún así, yo siento que había un momento donde perdieron, perdieron tiempo en mierda, donde pudieron haberlo 
cogido ese tiempo y ponerlo mejor puesto en Jane Foster y en Gore, donde yo creo que they lack a lot. Jane Foster tiene lo básico para que tú puedas decir, ok, ella es como en los cómics, pero es lo básico. El character development de ella casi no existe. El desarrollo que le dan, it sort of works, but not really. Y la, y la última conclusion de ella está como que está fine, pero no es como que tan wow. Con Gore, yo aprecié el principio y el final de Gore, del arco de él. Lo del medio, por mí, fue una plena basura. Cuando ellos van, ese, esa, ese side story, cuando van al Olimpo, mierda. Esa mierda lo hubieran cortado por carajo. Esa mierda, esos 30 minutos fueron unos 30 minutos perdidos. Sí, no. Honesta, fucking, para el chiste. Todo fue para un fucking chiste. Cuando veas el chiste, es como que, ok, cool, para el chiste. Pero en verdad fue una fucking pelea de tiempo. Ah. Yo me sentí, yo, en esta película yo me sentí, ¿sabes? De que me subieron. Me subieron, cool, me cool. subieron, me subieron y de repente hizo caída libre. Okay. Y entonces me quedé como Loki en, en, en al principio de, de sí, Ragnarok. Sí, en sí, un loop, sí, en un loop. Sí. Que no I've been falling for the past 45 minutes. Así, papi, así me sentí yo también, ¿verdad? Y, pero mira, pero eso era una frustración y una frustración sí, y una frustración. Sí. Pero a ah, mí la escena que yo dije, ¿sabes qué? Me cago en la madre, Taiko. Me cago en la madre, cabrón, que te trae café. Me cago en la madre, todo el que trabajaba aquí. Fue en una escena, en la batalla final. Ajá. Que este, es que no sé si tira el spoiler, pero. No, 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 tira. No, 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 We're going into fucking spoilers, everybody. If this is your time, that if you don't know, if you don't want to know what no, happened. No, but, no, but no, no, no lo digo. El punto es que, offend your sensibilities, you might want to look away. Solo dilo, solo dilo. Hay una escena en que está la amenaza de Gord, está la amenaza de Shadow Monster. Yeah. Es algo serio, este tipo ha matado a dioses y tú me vas a joder a mí de que vas a coger a unos nenes. Ah, todos, todos van a tener el poder de Mighty Thor y todo sí, lo que te cae en la mano. Fuck Wait, you. Wait, what? What? Oh, exacto. Yeah. They, did, they did the Shazam ending, bro. They did the Shazam. They did the Shazam ending. They did the Shazam. With a bunch of kids. Oh, Wait, there's like a bunch of Thor kids that attack him at the end of the movie? As Guardians, y, le da, y Thor hace, hace eso mismo. He does the Shazam thing, le da poderes temporalmente. They ask, they ask for hey. the spirit bomb. They hey. ask for permission. Around the Asgardians Guardians of the Galaxy, that's what they do. Cojan cualquier cosa que van al piso. Hay una nena que tiene un fucking peluche. Ah, sí, oh, está partiendo no. la madre con peluche. A little girl. I'm, 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 I'm trying to, okay. There's a little Are girl joking? with a teddy bear hitting gore. Yes. No, hitting. No, no, no. no, no. Gore, fueron Shadow no. Monsters. Pero casi, casi. Pero, pero no, mismo. Son los que tiene Gore. Estamos hablando, estamos hablando que, eso, que esos monstruos se le hicieron difícil a Valkyrie y a Jim Foster en algún, en algún momento. That's true. Eso es verdad. Eso es cierto. <laughs> I forgot about that. Es verdad. Tiene razón, My bigger problem. My bigger problem. Now that I know everything I know, my bigger problem with this movie is that it's doing something that a lot of the movies have been doing lately, and it's not progressing a fucking thing forward nope. with 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 the bigger narrative. It's just like all of these fuck movies. The bigger narrative. Cuando yo escribí, cuando, cuando what do you mean, fuck the bigger narrative? It's what they're known for. 
even even Kamala Khan's journey is is forwarding the fucking bigger narrative. Forward. I get I get very tired of that. I, I don't like interconnected stuff that much. Cuando yo escribí este la 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 reseña o la opinión, yo dije que esta gente sí hizo el search de verdad del search material, pero se cae en ejecutarlo de una manera estúpida. Sí sí. Será tan fácil hacer esto y esto y esto y esto no igual que el cómic, pero o sea, es el momento de tu presentar el Thor que todo el mundo quiere ver aprovecha el momento este empuje que tiene Thor de, de Endgame y Infinity War coño, tú vas a decir esa escena de Infinity War cuando él llega a Wakanda que empieza a brillar bien cabrón yeah. igual, que, igual, igual que en Endgame cuando uh -huh. él tiene lo, lo, el Stormbreaker y el Mjolnir que se convierte en hey. fucking un vikingo y empieza a pelear. O sea, claro. y, me va, y me va a traer a este, a este estúpido, que es como dice Orengo, que a veces a veces como que... Ah, sí, me da ganas de meterle un puño. Y la cosa es... Él trae un punto bien grande. Y mira, si fuera entonces que entonces vas a coger la base del Source Material y vas a reinventarlo, pues, loco, por lo menos trata de traerlo al tema de lo que es la película, que es Love. Pero entonces él hace, él coge el tema de Love y lo coge de la forma más estúpida y minimalista y tan unearned, porque entonces el tercer acto, con lo que trae a la mesa, pues solidifica el tema del amor, pero it never feels earned en ningún momento. Tú nunca llegas emocionalmente al punto donde tú dices, ah, me encanta, o sea, conceptualmente, si, si tú le, si tú, si Edwin escucha, porque yo vi la película, si Edwin escucha el pitch de la película, si él escuchara la sinopsis, si leyera la sinopsis completa, él diría, tío, esta película se escucha cabrona. Ahora, cuando tú la ves, dice, pero que jodía mierda si lo que le hice escuchaba cabrón. ¿Dónde está esto mismo que yo leí? En la película. Porque la película lo que quiere es llegar al sitio, pero nunca quiere desarrollarse para llegar a ese punto final. Sí. Porque es poderoso el mensaje que quiere traer la película, especialmente al final. Porque uh -huh. el arco rector de este hombre que es un superhéroe que está lost, un superhéroe que perdió a todo el mundo, y a lo último, pues lo que lo que, lo que Taika Waititi hace con el tema del amor está cabrón, pero you never feel it's earned y simplemente llega y pasa y te lo tienes que chupar porque sí, eso es lo que va a pasar ahora. Y el final, y el final está súper cabrón. Esa, sí, esa parte sí. específica está súper cabrón. Pero es como dice Orengo, todo lo que él trata de construir la jode por completo. Exacto. Porque tú no te sientes identificado de lo que Thor ahora es. Exacto. Una, exacto. La película. una pregunta yep. que les hago. Una pregunta que les hago. Mira. No hay un, un paradox con lo del martillo de Jane. Uh, no. O eso, Jane, lo, o eso no. lo explican. Eh, Martillo está en Asgard, ¿no? Eso sí, era. El, 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 el martillo, ok. El martillo Pero está el, el martillo no es del periodo de tiempo de nosotros, ¿no? El es, martillo... es del periodo. Yes, sí. Sí, sí, sí. 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 Yeah, because they put back together. Exacto. Yeah, they show you. They show you what happens to them. It's the same thing over here. Exacto. Lo que pasa es que no, ellos se ahorraron el, en, en explicarte todo. Ellos solamente te lo dicen en, como en dos líneas, más nada. Exacto. Ah. Eh, pasó esto, pasó esto, ya soy ya. y qué cosa que eso pasa mucho en la película en la película tienen esta costumbre de explicarte todo como en todas tres estúpidas líneas y, y seguimos ya. para el carajo porque sí, hay que arrancar y para el carajo ¿es Gore funny at all? ¿do they try to make him funny at all? Or is it... mira, si Ranaro fue comedia esta es como ya yo diría como que 
Sí. 60% más, es algo ridículo, en verdad. Es algo Loco, ridículo. ¿verdad que Gore era como que era, era un cartoon? Era un chiste. Tipo era un chiste. I didn't expect no, Gore to fíjate, be funny at all. Fíjate, fíjate, ah. esta versión de Gore tiene sus detalles. Sí. Lo que pasa es que Gore en los cómics, eh, él es sarcástico. Lo que pasa aquí es como que extremadamente sarcástico. Es como, no, papi, bebo. Por eso. Sí, te he hecho a esa. <risa> Pero yo no le he hecho, no, 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 sabes, yo no le estoy, no, no le puedo echar la, cul la culpa a Christian Bell, porque Christian Bell es un actor que hace lo que pueda con, con el guión que le dan. No, exacto, ¿verdad? Y a mí me gustó. Ahora. ¿A qué culpa las líneas? Las líneas, esto fue el guión, pa, el guión. Sí. Ahora, la película tiene cosas brutales también. Sí, hay ¿sabes? chistes que están cabrones. Las cabras están hijeputas. Yo me voy a ir. <risa> cada, cada vez que salían las cabras, eso era de lo mejor de la película. Sí, es verdad, sí. Tú pidas cabras, yo me la giza, es verdad, sí. Esa es una. Dos, eh, la manera en que te presentan los lugares a donde ellos van, el Olimpo, el lugar este que, sí. que es como que el Negative Song, que no tiene colores. El CGI es, está cabrón y los visuales están cabrones, ¿verdad? Hay partes que Gord intimida y da miedo y eso es lo que el personaje es. Sí. O sea, sí. Christian Bell se ve demasiado de cabrón como Gord. Pero hay cosas que pudieron mejorarlo. Detalles estúpidos que a lo mejor, como yo escribí en mi opinión, son caprichos míos. Como por ejemplo, o sea, tú me vas a, eh, Si tú, tú no puedes utilizar lo, lo del Venomize, que es lo del Necrosword y toda la pelea. Sí, sí. Estás utilizando, pues entonces que ni que es la sombra, que esto y lo otro. Pues, dale una a la espada, dale una forma más brutal que es como en los cómics, que le salga así de, del cuerpo, pero no una mierda de espada de of Thrones. Sí, es verdad, era bien <risa> simple la espada en diseño. Parece yeah. que eso fue, eh, le dijeron a un tipo, mira, traímos una espada, y fue a París y compró la espada y ya. Ese, <risa> Qué dijeron, ya no hay más break, ya no hay más break, usa esa. Sí. Que hicieron fue eso. O sea, son cosas que, porque a mí por lo menos el look del, eh, para mí estaba cabrón, y para, y, y para lo que es el MCU, está nice. No, no, no me importó verlo con los tentáculos y eso, porque entonces iban a joder. Todos los chistes iban con el tentáculo, con, o sea, hacer con, cosas con el tentáculo. Pero Jane Foster, la manera, a pesar de que fue bien apresurada, la manera que le introducieron y explicaron y todo lo demás, a mí pues estuvo, estuvo bastante bien, porque lo, lo único que, fueron, que tomaron fueron dos o tres cositas de esa historia del cómic, fuera de ahí más nada, porque no se podía hacer más nada. Ahí. Sí, no, a dos horas pero, no se podía hacer nada, chacho. Sí, pero esas, cosas, esas son las pocas cositas que la película tiene buena. Sí. Fíjate, un prop también, el último prop que voy a decir. Eh, me gustó que Taika, porque obviamente no tenía que ser por necesidad. Ustedes saben muy bien que, que a, tra a través del MCU, una de las fallas más grandes es que el desarrollo de la relación de Jane y Thor ha sido bien, bien mierda. Like, uh -huh. En la primera película pues, le dieron su desarrollo, pero para la segunda estaba basura y la tercera pues, ya no existía. So, tuvo cool que Taika recontextualizó mucho su relación en esta película para que entonces tú pudieras y tenga los fios con ellos, porque si no, no uh -huh. la película no, no iba a tener pase. Uh -huh. so, por lo menos aprecio que el tipo cogió a ellos dos, ya que los tenía, entonces como que arregló un poquito su red con la relación para que entonces pudiera tener sentido con lo que estaba pasando en esta película. Si la película no tuviese tanto chiste estúpido y tanta escena estúpida, eh, innecesaria, todo eso le hubiese dado significado al final. Bien, cabrón. Tienes toda la... Por eso es que yo odio la mierda cuando van para Olimpo, porque es una pelea de tiempo. Todo ese tiempo se hubiera aprovechado mejor desarrollando más Jane Foster y Thor y un poquito Gore, para que el final, papi, encaja como ficha. Malditas, el final está bueno en teoría. En teoría está cabrón ese final, pero en ejecución me encojona porque no llega ahí nunca. Nunca se siente earned. When you say the ending, 
You mean the ending of the movie or what comes out? Yes, like that the ending part? of the movie. El, sí. el basically, el epílogo de la película. Es que no te voy a decir que es porque en verdad está cool, está... Es que, mano, es, es una no. buenísima idea, pero es que, maldita sea, que Exacto. no lo hizo tan apresurado. Me encojo, ¿no? Did you like the post-credit scenes? Sí. Uh, yo una, yo una estaba medio perdido. I think I told this to Miguel. Yo estaba perdido en una. Y la otra... No, mentira, estaba perdido. I was actually hyped, pero no puedo decir por qué. La segunda, I was a little more confused. It's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing you're gonna like, Nick. It's nothing you're gonna like. Okay, the reason no, why he's hyped okay. for it, the reason why he's hyped for it, you're not even interested. No, okay. No, no, es como todo lo... No, es como todo lo... If I said you're not interested in it, if you're not, why the fuck would you think that Loki? You're like super interested in Loki. So, that's what I say. So there's no So we got to the three hour and a half mark. Got all our topics uh, down. We had a really great episode. Before we go, I want to thank Edwin for hooking up with comic information, being with us this whole fucking episode. Everybody, Sick. round of applause for my man. Edwin. You made it. You made it, Edwin. We're proud of you. <laughs> Before we go, everybody, you already know, let's let the people know where they can find you. Vamos a comenzar con Edwin. Edwin, tell the gente where they can find you. Primera, me van a conseguir en Facebook como. Edwin Comics PR, porque alguien puso Edwin Comics en Facebook, te voy a buscar quién es, pero sí, Edwin Comics PR en Facebook, eh, Instagram y Twitter, Edwin Comics, YouTube, ahí subimos todos los lives y hacemos ¿verdad? varios episodios también especiales, voy a tratar de, de hacer todo lo posible, de hacer más contenido exclusivo para YouTube, me voy a buscar ahí en Edwin Comics, casi siempre, lunes, miércoles y viernes, a través de eh, Facebook Live y Twitch, Edwin Comics, los lunes son el podcast de noticias, el miércoles Pocas de review y el viernes, pues hablamos de películas y series basadas en cómics. Yo sabes, me puedes conseguir en todas las redes sociales como Liquid Nebula. Este viernes tenemos un restock a las 5 de la tarde en liquid-nebula.com. Answer. You can find me aquí con ustedes en Answer School Club y en Cine Nerds, el, ¿cómo era? AB Club. Este, me puedes conseguir AB, también. Bro, AB. Perdóname. Este, también me voy a conseguir en The Movie Guy, me voy a conseguir en Cinas Podcast, que ya como en dos semanas, ya tengo un par de episodios sort of planned down un poquito, so I'm going to start back up. Este, tiene una reseñita mañana de Thor para que puedan leer eso. Este, y ya, yeah, me puedes conseguir donde sea. Yo estoy revengo por ahí. I just been a little busy. Sorry. All right, Migs. Uh, you can find me exclusively here on the After School Club where we all have passionate discussions about the things we love, hate, and ignore. And that's about it. Santa Cana. Santa Cana. Santa Cana. You can find me in the plains of Cybertron. <laughs> También me puedes encontrar en Instagram, Jordan Santa Cana. Y aquí en After School Club, hablando mierda con mis amigos. Uh, pero ya. Yeah. All right, everybody. So, yeah, it's me in Bridgeport. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. Um, we have content every Wednesday at our school club. This Friday, we're going to be having an episode of Cena Nerds, the AV Club, where the crew is going to be talking about their favorite movies, their top five movies so far, as we're halfway into the year. 
And then we'll see you again next Wednesday with another episode of the After School Club at 8.30. And until then, mi gente, it is deuces. Enjoy the rest of your week.